Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 leaks continue to come out in anticipation for the game's release date, but an MW2 DLC for the campaign would be a first for the franchise in its history, and I want to talk about why this is sort of a big deal, especially in light of our recent coverage about the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 raids and what this could mean for the game's push to a bigger and more robust live service. I put all of the info right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for it. This is a live stream, so the videos are a little bit longer, but we do these quick updates right at the beginning so you don't have to go searching for them. This is a Reforge update. The Call of Duty campaign DLC leak is one that many were not expecting to see in the wake of announcements and leaks about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 raids. This could be a very big push for a different Call of Duty. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and then check out my other channel, Reforge Gaming, where I stream live. So I want to cover what exactly was leaked. So what have we heard? What do we know about a Modern Warfare 2 DLC for the campaign? We already have some information about some maps. I'll include that in this video as well. What does it mean in relation to raids, live service, and what I feel like might be a new era for COD. According to xfire.com, lining up with the two-year plan, it is believed that Modern Warfare 2 will enjoy two years of post-launch support. According to earlier leaks, this will include remastered classic Call of Duty maps. If you didn't hear this, they are moving away from the annual release of Call of Duty, starting with the Modern Warfare 2 release date in October, right around the corner, and then there will not be a Call of Duty launching next year. That's also kind of a franchise first, which lines up well with the new structure for Call of Duty DLC. Apparently, there will be more than just maps in the very first MW2 DLC. The premium DLC, according to xfire.com, will reportedly include more than multiplayer content. The Ghost of Hope, a leaker, claims that the second year plans for Modern Warfare 2 include a campaign DLC as well. Specifically, the same leaker points out that the campaign DLC will contain the map pack of the fan favorite Call of Duty maps. So it was previously leaked, there's going to be like a greatest hits map pack that will come to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as a way of giving it post-launch support. Typically, if you played Call of Duty in the past, you got support for maybe six or seven months because, you know, around the ninth or tenth month they were promoting and advertising the next Call of Duty and the previous one wasn't getting patches, updates, or support. We have covered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 since the beta, and there's more information as well about the greatest hits. According to Deserto.com, apparently the content in question will launch as a, quote, greatest hits compilation of Call of Duty's best maps as part of the year two plan for Modern Warfare 2. When will this land? Well, according to Ghost of Hope, Call of Duty will receive story DLC sometime late in 2023. What's more, it supposedly arriving in a bundle with the map pack so not only do we know we're getting this greatest hits and potentially now story DLC but it's going to land 
late or middle of 2023. It's not going to be landing quickly after release. This is part of their second year plan. Consider this in addition to our previous coverage on raids. If you haven't seen, the Modern Warfare 2 raids will be three-man activities. There'll be combat. There'll be puzzles. Apparently, there is a puzzle with numbers. There is a water maze. In one of these, you're going to be breaking into a submarine base. We are told that coordination is key. Uh, And according to Henderson and some other leakers, these maps have apparently been built from the ground up specifically for these raids. So they're taking it very seriously. It will be tied to the story and they put a lot of work into their newly designed AI that they are going to be apparently using in these Call of Duty raids. To me... All of this sounds like a new type of Call of Duty. Live service beyond multiplayer is kind of the way I'm looking at this. More and more games are going down this route. They pour years and years into a game, and then the relevancy is gone three to four months later if they're not a multiplayer PvP game. I could see Call of Duty edging into and stepping into the ongoing live service PvE content format that we've seen in other games with raids, challenging end game content. The real question is, can they bridge the gap between those throwaway campaigns every year and something more substantive and ongoing? As always, if you're watching this video on my Reforge Updates channel, hit subscribe and the bell button, head over to Reforge Gaming where I stream live, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. That's the lead for today. I thought this was huge. It apparently is a franchise first to receive Call of Duty campaign DLC. And I had to fact check that. I was like, no, that's not true. I was like, there's no way they've not done this before well they haven't traditionally they would just release map packs sometimes some weapons and sometimes some cosmetics but this is a franchise first which lines up with a lot of franchise first you know moving away from the every single year release i they want to do more with this game that's what i think's happening i think they're trying to bridge the gap between here's a campaign see you later and no we want to give you a reason to come back and play more non-multiplayer call of duty detective seeds hitting a seven month milestone can we please like the video i had nightmares of hearing lono ask for likes on the video yes like ratio certainly helps out the video we think that's why our second videos are struggling every day because we can't quite get the same amount of push if you're enjoying my content and you're here on a regular basis go through your daily ritual make sure you are not on top chat switch over to live chat so you can see what everybody is saying and then smash that like button yo what's good scott lurking hope you're well thank you good to see you in the chat feed Uh, Thank you for being here. Good morning, Silver Surfer. Uh, The campaign could mean raids. Zombies has a story campaign as well and had DLC, so I don't know. Uh, Well, that's one of the questions, right? That's one of the questions is how, how are they going to be adding to the campaign? Just a couple of missions. Maybe it is the raids. Maybe it's really challenging end game content. I was just watching your Gotham Knights video. So many people were blindly stupidly trying to defend it yeah i i appreciate that i pushed out a a, a short today saying it looks like a mobile game i'm hoping that that short uh gets picked up yesterday's short didn't get picked up and when they don't get picked up they just kind of sit there yo good morning everybody good morning darth nihilus bro sexy says work and lurk uh east height says dad gum uh good morning says splatshaw hervey says i'll do a solid with the like button thank you very very much 
guy like the shirt my man thank you very much uh the deadpool collection over there at 80s tees is a great collection be sure to use my code over there hey this morning i actually got the email saying i'm live i haven't been getting emails saying i'm live which I, it's not that important to notify me but it's certainly important to notify others guys weigh in on this i'm curious what you think about this what do you think about for the first time ever modern warfare 2 news is that it's gonna get a campaign dlc is this something you'd be interested in do you feel like this is something bigger than just oh well we have to support the game for two years so we better do more than just you know one dlc i'm sorry one story we better do ongoing do you think this is tied to the raids i mean there's gonna be mw2 raids and i think that again is also a pretty big departure from things we've seen from call of duty in the past about time to resupply the dark roast guys there are great ways to support the channel a lot of you have been gifted members by very generous people anytime you can try to take up your own membership if you can afford it it's only five bucks a month and whenever you do that uh that leaves room for other people to get a membership you can also consider ordering coffee review codes are available for Rekai or Reki? What in the world is this game? Oh, this game looks actually really, really cool. Um, it's like a little cool like puzzle game. Um, press get download here. My re- if you want to play the game, show your opinion. Well, then it controls me. Sim- Friday, November the fourteenth. Beautiful puzzle game. Um, with your audience, please let me know. Yes, I would love one. Yo, train hitting a twenty-month milestone, and it's a tier two. I would love a review code um sorry if you don't respond to those right away you might not get them it's a tier two and a 21th milestone thank you so much trains is glad to be here can't have a member train without a main train keep up the great content thank you very much captain steve says modern warfare 2 does look nice i haven't said that about a cod game in a few years slightly excited i am actually really excited for call of duty I am. I'm really excited for Modern Warfare 2 because, number one, I thought the beta was fun. Number two, I've always enjoyed Call of Duty campaigns, at least one playthrough. But when I heard there was going to be Modern Warfare 2 raids, I was like, well, well, wait, what does that mean? Raids? Like, I love hard PvE content to a certain degree, especially in a shooter. Everything Everywhere All at Once is maybe the most universally acclaimed movie in a decade. Michelle Yeoh is a god. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once is fantastic movie. Like, I made me ball like a baby. I do think this is a very much needed thing due to the new Call of Duty for two years once it comes out. So it'll be nice to have content to play while we wait for COD 2025. I think the big question on the table is campaign DLC isn't that interesting by itself but what makes it interesting is the fact that they're also wanting to do raids do you think call of duty is attempting to do something as drummer mike says call of duty will have some end game pve content do you see call of duty branching into live service content that is not simply here's some new maps modes and guns right are we are we actually going to see an ongoing live service call of duty in the realm of pve raids end game content new missions new new story elements signs pointing them to be all in on pve live service says eugene that's what i'm thinking eugene 
then that really begs the question are we really going to see new call of duties every two years does that align with an ongoing live service cod if what two years in you're basically done like i wonder if this is going to affect whatever comes after modern warfare 2 i I would imagine they might just look at revisiting black ops because we know that franchise is also pretty popular it's basically a sub-franchise within Call of Duty. Within Call of Duty, you have two sub-franchises to a certain degree, right? You have this sort of Modern Warfare people, they don't like the World War stuff, and then you've got the people that are like, you know, oh, I absolutely love Black Ops. Like, Black Ops kind of changed the game for many people. It became like one of the, it became a great, you know, great, great game. Uh, please let me know info what region oh what region on switch whoops uh, are there really raids coming to call of duty the leaks on the modern warfare 2 raids are as follows three main activities with combat and puzzles one such puzzle is a puzzle with numbers another includes a water maze they're talking about like having to break into a base they said coordination will be key so it sounds like you won't be able to like go in and solo it you will need to play with other people two years is plenty for cod live service says eugene what do you guys think in my mind i see a two-year countdown and i'm like i don't really know if i want to get invested in a live service game if I'm only going to get roughly two years of support. That feels a little light. That feels a little low. Call of Duty needs something new because the formula is getting boring and old, especially with the quality of the last two games. That was what Creature kept saying last night. He was like, Call of Duty is evolving. They're iterating. They're not just doing another campaign and here's some arena-sized maps. He's like, I feel like they're really trying to evolve the franchise. If you guys are just tuning in, the latest Modern Warfare 2 news is that Call of Duty will be receiving its first ever campaign DLC, which we've not actually seen this before, so this is pretty unprecedented. Now, this comes on the heels of leaks about two different things. There was leaks about the uh, best of map pack, or like a greatest hits map pack, I'm sorry. So MW2 will be getting like a best, uh, like a greatest hits map pack. And then, I fell right on the floor. And then, then they also were leaks, there also were leaks about COD raids, like actually getting raids and game PvE content in Call of Duty. In addition to all of that, there's like a little piece of fuzz on my shirt, my OCD. Uh, there's, in addition to that, now we're hearing that for the first time ever, there will be campaign DLC for Call of Duty. Now, funny enough, I doubted that. I was like, come on, man. They, they, they've done... They've done campaign DLC before. Everywhere I searched said, no, this is the first time. This is the, this would be the first time ever, which kind of makes sense if you think about it because traditionally, Call of Duty didn't get a lot of support after probably, what, the first between six to eight months. Usually when you got to that ninth month, they were really ramping up and getting everybody ready for the next game. Like, hey, come play our brand's new Call of Duty. That one's old news. You just squeeze the heck out of it for six months. It's time to move on. COD and OW2 both trying to pump out PvE modes for historically mainly PvP games. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Fuzzy. Hey, good to see you, Bell. I wonder if this is purely an Activision idea or is Microsoft guiding a change in strategy? 
given how long this was likely in developed and and scoped out i highly doubt microsoft has anything to do with this i really really don't number one the acquisition hasn't gone through yet and number two whenever this was crafted and scoped out it was well before the buyout was even going in going forward uh distorted says i don't know campaign nor raids in a cod i don't know anyone i've played a cod with or talked cod that would be excited for that they that would try uh they would try because it's there but i wouldn't stir any excitement but what about me distorted what about me what about all the people that are coming back to this game because it feels like a return to its roots yo my man bell 5900 renewing his membership guys consider jumping in as a member and also do the free things for me we kind of harp on it but it legit directly helps this video get seen make sure you're smashing that like button it doesn't cost a dime it is free you're like one percent of outcasts yeah but i don't know call of duty is a really big franchise distorted there's got to be a percentage of people that have stopped playing the game that would consider coming back that's a demographic that might be worth targeting there's also a demographic of people that are they don't give a rip about pvp but they love shooters first cod pre-order i didn't cancel since mw3 in the words of jacob from lost what about you yeah i quoted that the other day <laughs> uh for very different reasons yo good morning Khaled. good to see you they've never done dmz or raids before so people should really be wary before boarding the hype train yeah the dmz thing that they're doing is very much inspired by tarkov let me let me paint a picture distorted maybe it's not so much about bringing people back like me it's about having a buffet there's something for everyone there's if you want to play battle royale you've got battle royale if you like the more stripped down arena there's stripped down arena even within the stripped down arena they've got new modes like prisoner rescue search and destroy etc then leave that behind we got the dmz that's basically a tarkov extraction style survival battle royale that is inspired by basically tarkov now we're talking about pve getting raids what do you mean raids raids with guns that sounds a little bit like the division that sounds a little bit like destiny oh also yeah we're not just gonna do the campaign and then that's the end of it in year two in addition to doing a best of or a greatest hits map pack we're also going to be throwing out campaign dlc this sounds like they're trying to do a buffet offering or is what eugene is saying an fps suite they want to have something for everyone now that can lead to dilution and a degradation of quality for sure I'm with Lono here. I pre-ordered for the campaign alone, says Hilly. I don't need PvP with G Fuel pumped 15-year-olds. I'll play some, but happy they have spent some time on PvE. There's got to be plenty of people out there jonesing for just a good PvE experience in a shooter. Like, look at how good the shooting looks in Call of Duty. Look at how good the shooting feels. The people that played the beta, I was like bro this feels really really good not since titanfall one have i felt guns feel this good like as far as leaders in the shooter world as far as fps's that feel good there's titanfall one and two there's destiny and then there's call of duty and call of duty seems to be climbing back up on the throne to say hey look we're the biggest shooter in the world you want to talk about you know how good a shooter feels look at how good ours feels Distorted says, a Call of Duty raid, though, I mean, I'd like for it to be good for the people that really want that, but I don't see them being successful making it good, even after 
it turns out good, I'd still be neutral, not excited. But th- you, I don't think that matters. Are you the target audience or am I the target audience? I think you lean more heavily towards PvP, so it probably is not really indicative of anything if you're like, yeah, I'm pretty neutral even if it's good. I would point to New World as an example of a developer that made really, really great endgame content, and they were primarily setting their sights on doing on doing PvP, and then they, they actually nailed endgame content. I think the guys over there could do it. They've got 11 studios working on COD. Somebody over there knows how to make a raid, I would think. Eugene says, no worry over degradation given the number of studios they have. I mean, that is a good point. If you're going to worry about dilution of the brand or the content, they've got so many people working on it. Guys, there's 340 people here. Could I get 30 more likes on the video? If you've never been here before, we're covering the latest Modern Warfare 2 news coming out. A Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 leak that there will be campaign DLC in the second year butter says what about the people that played the survival mode it was a wave-based co-op don't die mode it was just so good for so long can't wait to see what that mode turns into since it will be level stage based and raids uh for more for more raids more than likely oh are you talking about spec ops yes yeah, spec ops is a completely different thing though they've they've announced this simultaneously both things have been confirmed both raids and spec ops are actually separate yo what's good gritter if only Activision had studios under their umbrella that worked on a looter shooter with raids. Right, Maddie? Oh, wait, they do? Well, Activision has... Wait, Activision has studios under their umbrella that worked on a looter shooter with raids? Oh, wait, they do? What looter shooter have they worked on? What does Activision Blizzard own that, that that's under their... Oh, you're saying when they did? You're saying when they did have Destiny under their umbrella. Is that the joke that you're making? Is that the observation that you're making? I'm all for avenues being expanded, says Arch Enigma. The core loop of moving and shooting in this engine feels good. Glad to see it still being built on. Are you talking about Vicarious Visions? Well, Vicarious Visions, I mean, was working with an existing piece of property and has now been basically absorbed in, has it not? Vicarious, VV got absorbed. I liked those guys. They were great, but I think they basically got absorbed into another studio as far as I know. I don't think VV's a standalone studio anymore. They, I, I feel like they got absorbed into support for some other studio. I can't even remember which one it was. The don't die mode, personally, I never liked those modes. I want finality to my PvE content. That's exactly right. I think that's why raids have the potential to really deliver, right? I think that I think Call of Duty raids have the potential to do something special because there is that finality. There is that thing you're moving toward. And the, and the round-based thing of like, well, we made it to round 20 that time and let's try to get to round 21. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes that can be it just feels like a meat grinder i know people like it but i just personally don't the bonus of the pvp development in cod pvp means they have so many cool weapons they could build some cool pve missions which require different approaches i think they are going to have a field day says hilly the point is they have talented deads they've worked with on that style of content before so they definitely have the talent there i mean they could certainly tap vv to come in and give insight into how to make ongoing pve content some of the best content that was delivered in destiny was spearheaded and developed by vicarious visions it wouldn't be abnormal 
for them to say hey come over here how did you guys do that how did you do ongoing how did you do loot drops how did you do tiered loot how did you do end game content loops and to give that to call of duty could be pretty significant i think they can look at cod as it exists look at div and destiny and make something amazing Right, if you look at the basic core engine of Modern Warfare 2 and how it played, and then you take that world into the world that Division and Destiny have tried to build, I feel like Call of Duty could do that. That's ultimately the question in my mind. I'm thinking far bigger than, oh great, I get a campaign DLC. No, I'm thinking significantly bigger than that. I'm thinking, wait a minute... The creature and I were talking about it last night. I've continued to say that the future of gaming is in live service. I think standalone one-off games will always be a thing, but I think largely the big the big scope of what the industry is going to look like is live service, ongoing games. The budgets are too big, the teams are too big. The way you sustain with the way you sustain a company and the ongoing support of a game, that's how you do it. High Moon is working, COD. Well, if High Moon Studios is working, they've got experience in a looter shooter. They've got experience in raids. High Moon Studios helped with Destiny. I'm fairly certain they helped work on Wrath of the Machine, which is one of the greatest raids in Destiny's history, arguably the best. And uh, <laughs> they helped to work on a looter shooter. They helped on a game that had to scale loot. They helped on Destiny 1 in its golden era which was wrath rise of iron and age of triumph so if high moon studios can bring that expertise to call of duty i'm mainly curious if that's maybe something they would plan on doing with cod can we take call of duty and turn it into a looter or maybe not a looter can we turn it into a live service shooter Can we turn it into a game where you care about your character and you take your character, you know, beyond where you are now? Uh, I'd love a review code. Uh, You, oops, oops. USA region. I forgot to say that in the first first email response. (laughs) I'm in the United States. They are COD. They don't have to do. They're just king. But look at what they're trying. Let's celebrate that. Oh, what is somebody saying they shouldn't do it? We should let them congratulate them. I think we should look at COD being shifted a little. They are clearly trying to innovate. They have a studio that helped develop Destiny Seasons and DLC working on COD. Right, yeah. Like, read what Eugene just said. Like, High Moon helped spearhead a seasonal format and bridge the gap between DLC and seasonal format in Destiny. Yeah, dude, I would gladly play a good story a few times. I'm not going to grind raids, no way. I know that raid players get excited about raids, says Derek, but having raids always sounds to me like an FPS grind fest. Run it over and over to get RNG rewards. No, not for me. Here's the reason that it works for some people. It's not just about grinding it over and over. It's about finessing the fights. So the fights go faster and faster the more that you play. You get really, really good at certain takedowns, mechanics, DPS phases, which is damage per second. Like, how fast can you burn a boss down? How fast can you, uh, you know, achieve the clear? 
that becomes as enjoyable and then the potential drops are obviously that dopamine hit at the end we need 11 more likes on the video guys we are really slacking in the like department ashen literally came in here yesterday and said he had a guy he supported on another platform came to youtube and his audience just smacks that like button like it needs to be destroyed and it 100 percent helps the vid you guys gotta smash that thing man just make it your ritual every time you get here don't play MMOs. Min-max dopamine is a real thing. Oh, 100%. Do it over and over. I'm glad people enjoy it, but it sounds pretty crappy to me. Right, and there are people that would look at map clearing and completing a, a single-player action-adventure game, and they would say, that sounds terrible to me, right? I do think there is that element. There's a difference in player types. There are some players that look at that and say, no way. I look at both game types and love them. You can't discount the social factor either. Right, there's always a social element with raid content. You're helping people that don't know how to run it. You're teaching people how to run it. You're, you know, you're getting together with the boys on a Friday night, you know, and you guys are really good at clearing the raid you've gotten better and better and better at it you've gotten faster uh, and faster at it and so i think that is another factor to be considered right distorted says uh it's not that people working on it i think would be holding stuff like raids and pve content back it's the modern call of duty universe and realistic weapons and details that will hold it back you can only get so creative with that I think Division is standing on the field and saying, you can do this. You can. You can get into future weapons. You can get into technology. You can get into, like, you know, augmenting the weapons themselves to make them different or cooler looking. You also have to remember, people love modern warfare guns. People love the modern landscape. I actually think people enjoy that quite a bit. I don't think raids and PvE content have to be in a fantasy world or a space magic world I I think the division shows that no you can do this you can create a looter you can create end game content now I will say it's not appealing to everybody there are plenty of people that look at the division and say I don't want to play that game and shoot some guy with a gun 800 times before he finally goes down like it doesn't feel realistic while also clinging to realism like you know what I'm saying like you won't let me have any space magic you won't let me have any fantasy weapons so you're clinging to realism while not clinging to realistic mechanics of like this guy just took forever to go down people to this day still do low man runs of wrath of the machine so there's definitely an audience for that 100% people will eventually try to speed run the raids we already have the division says disordered it's third person uh, and it's got its little slice I don't think we need more of the same I don't think you're talking about more of the same I think you're talking about call of duty the largest shooter franchise in existence I think you're underestimating just how many people will play this content like number one the division is third person and it's a looter this might not even be a looter it could literally just be the for, for the prestige of it maybe you get really cool skins and unlocks for your character maybe that you can take that with you into multiplayer I don't know all I know is I really don't think you can look at the division and say oh well, we already have the division we don't need a realistic end game PvE shooter Homie, I would freaking play the ever-loving snot out of a Call of Duty looter. I would. The guns and the movement, it all feels amazing. It feels fantastic. I would play the ever-loving snot out of a Call of Duty live service looter. 
I would. If you build it right, and the content feels good, and the gameplay loop feels good, moving and shooting already feels good. You just gotta make the little bing, 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 the little, the little dopamine hits of things falling on the ground. That's all I need. If you're just tuning in, the latest Modern Warfare 2 news is that for the first time in Call of Duty history, there will be campaign DLC, and we're debating what that might look like long term. I've continued to say that I feel like there's something in the water with Modern Warfare 2. MW2 is not gonna be just another Call of Duty. I think they have bigger plans for it. I don't see COD ever going as deep on the loot and guns like Division does, like ever. Certainly, I don't think Call of Duty would ever become a min-maxing game. No, I agree with that. I don't see them more than half committing to the content. PvP and will always be its bread and butter. But that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm not saying, I don't think anybody here is saying or postulating that PvE will somehow take over. I don't think so. I don't think anybody here believes that for a second. PvE will never take over. COD's bread and butter, COD's main funnel will be PvP. But I do think they could make a really amazing shooter. Imagine, okay, I want you to think about, think about zombies as a microcosm of what an ongoing live service looter Call of Duty could become. Think about the arcade nature of getting perks and getting different things and different builds and suddenly that changes the way that you play. It changes the way that your gun feels, the way that your character feels. Think about that at a microcosmic level. Okay? Almost as if zombies sometimes felt a little bit like a rogue. Even though, but the, the the things that you got weren't necessarily random. There was definitely a strategy and a plan, and even maybe a little bit of min-maxing. Like, you knew what to spend your money on, right? Now, take that and blow that out. And say, what if guns could have perks? What, like, hmm, that sounds like a familiar thing, right? What if guns could have perks? What if guns could have abilities and different things that change the way that you played the game? It would be more of an arcadish. Think about taking what the division does, making it really palatable and simplistic and arcadish. People would freaking love that. In the COD universe, where's its longevity? That's the question, right? And it's a two year cycle. So d- is longevity a huge problem? Or is it just we need this to land and last for two years? My only concern, says Fuzzy, he's talking in the members-only Discord, instead of looter progression, they are going to tie things to weapons or characters, and you will need to unlock things, which will be required for the content. We saw the situation in Rainbow Six Extraction. We know how that game ended up. I don't know. I don't think that's a... That's a I don't think that's a concern that you're you're going off into like left field and be like well, what if they do this exact same thing that this other completely different and random game did like I don't I don't think so like basically saying you need these unlocks to progress congrats on 20k subs thank you mark a word I appreciate that big milestone for the channel we hit 20,000 subs over the weekend thank you so much for everybody who has supported the stream continue to click subscribe and the like button it's free to click those things it doesn't cost a thing to subscribe to the channel and it enables you to talk in my chat we appreciate you being here the long the longevity is in the suite right like they're offering a suite of games they're offering a suite of things as opposed to as opposed to saying like oh yeah you know we're 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 only doing a campaign and then we're done right 
oh, this guy's responding to my thing on thing on, on, on the other channel, a platform. I was like, what the heck? Sorry, I like interrupted my own train of thought. I, I don't necessarily think the longevity needs to be in the PvE content distorted. It's like, we're going to have a whole suite of things for you to do. And even if... Like, stop thinking of it in the realm of it needs to be like the Division of Destiny with respect of like, oh, it needs to last for five to ten years. No, it doesn't. It just needs to last for two years. If the content's one and done, I don't see the raids being worthwhile use of bandwidth or even worth putting into the game. That's just basically big campaign mission you play once at that point. See, again, you're presuming so much, though. You're presuming that that's what the raids are there for. They're there to be one and done. And then you're like, well, that's a waste of bandwidth. Well, what if the raids are a true endgame content loop? What if the raids are supporting an ongoing content model for the PvE content in Call of Duty? Then it's not wasted bandwidth. What if their own market research has shown, like, man, people are dying for a really good looter, or not even a good looter. People are kind of dying for an ongoing shooter that they can kind of play like an RPG. Look at the success and the, and the longevity of Destiny. Look at how scrappy and unwilling to die the division is, right? I, I, I don't think I don't think you're looking at it from the right end of the telescope. You're looking at it as a PvP player being like, why'd you guys waste so much time on that crap? I'm not interested in it, therefore it's a waste of time. It's worth it to put in the game to attract PvE players. It does need longevity to keep them around. And with this leak, the Modern Warfare 2 leak, that there's going to be campaign DLC for the first time in franchise history, it sounds to me like they do have a plan to keep them around it's not like i don't think their plan is like hey come play the call of duty modern warfare 2 raids and then that's it go enjoy the pvp i don't think that's the plan right i really really don't think so that would be so bizarre they have 11 studios put on this what if they have a studio that's like literally in charge of the ongoing pve content they want Modern Warfare 2 to be an ongoing live service game for at least two years, and it's not just about map packs and guns. I really want you to think about this for a second. According to the leaks, there will be Modern Warfare 2 maps that release in 2023, and they're like, greatest hits maps, okay? And according to the leak, when that MW2 map pack drops... We're also getting Call of Duty campaign DLC. They're doing both at the same time, which is interesting because that sounds to me like they want both sides of the game to continue to stay relevant, to get engagement. They're not saying, oh, well, yeah, it's been seven months. It's time to move on or shove off or, oh, it's been seven or eight months. Here's a map pack and that's it. If they plan to pump out raids pretty often, which no company really does, so I'd be surprised, then yeah, I'll concede one and done raids would be fine and work. But no one's saying the raids are one and done. You're saying that. We don't know what the purpose of the raids are. Maybe you need 10 completions to unlock something. Maybe you need 20 completions to get a really coveted cosmetic. Do you see what I'm saying? Maybe there are random drops. Maybe every time you complete it, there's like a whole collection of skins and cosmetics 
and gun uh, like gun skins and character skins and all that maybe those randomly drop at the end and you have to just keep running it until you get all of the the, the collection right they could do a punch out system where after you run it 20 to 25 times you've likely got every single thing okay and then when they roll out the next raid it'll do the same thing they'll be like yeah here's our next raid here's our campaign DLC anybody who completes these things gets this suite of you know uh, cosmetics and there's more for people who keep going there's random drops for the people who keep trying isn't a rumor cod is skipping a year so this is a way to keep the pve players playing it's not a rumor it's confirmed by activision they will not be doing annual call of duties and it starts with this one it starts with this call of duty i i every once in a while i think oh there's just gonna be one sneeze there was two Thank you to everybody who says bless you. The It's official. This COD needs to last two years. Modern Warfare 2, it's got to last for two years. It's not a, it's not a, oh, you get another one in a year. If you let PvE players be done for large amounts of time, once they finish the content in a game like COD, you have a way bigger chance of them not feeling like coming back unless you put out massive amounts of PvE content out at a time. I mean, I will certainly say that the live service shooter fans are going to look for a reason to be in the game on a regular basis, and a raid isn't good enough on its own. There needs to be something else. Like, one of the reasons that people continue to play in a game like The Division or Destiny is there's all this content to complete and all these drops to chase. And when they're chasing those drops, they're actively trying to make their player better. And I don't know if Call of Duty is setting their sights on that or are they just setting their sights on, let's have a really, really strong two years so every couple of months they could push something out. I mean, if they're going to do seasons, then every season could come with something for the PvE players. If you guys have been enjoying today's show, do me a favor and smash the like button and subscribe. I've been having to harp on it because it really does help. And we get, we've get we been getting a little sleepy and a little lax in our uh, daily rituals. I wouldn't mind for a paid DLC story depending on the price and the length. I would imagine this is going to cost money. I don't think they're going to give it out for free. This would be something that you pay for. You're, you know, you're going to be paying for season your battle passes. You're going to be paying for DLC and ongoing content. They're not just going to give it to you for free. Like if you're just saying, "Hey, here's a single new raid, come back to the game." They're not going to be feasible enough for modern Call of Duty game in my humble opinion. Well, the rumor is there's three raids, so I would imagine they would probably space them out, right? I would think they would space them out. So every, you know, three seasons in a row, you get a raid each season. A reason to come back and unlock a bunch of stuff and beat hard content with your buds. The suite keeps them playing, says Eugene. You got a COD campaign, then you got Spec Ops, then raids, then extraction, then DLC, and wait a minute, PvP sprinkled throughout. Stuck in the trees and can't see the forest. Exactly, Eugene. They're making a very high IQ play here, says Creature. People are selling COD short. They're changing. They're innovating. If the DLC splits the community with maps, it will be free. Oh, that's true. Map packs are always free because that does fragment the community. So I wonder how they would handle the PvE content. Do you think they would just roll it out for free? 
maybe similar to the map packs they'll roll it out during a time where if you're buying the season pass battle pass or some kind of a like what if there's a pve battle pass or something to the equivalent of that we're like hey if you complete this this book of challenges and things in the raid content or in the campaign content well there's going to be all these cool unlocks for you there's going to be cosmetics for your character yo good morning chronic spin dash how are you two years and only 900 gig hope they can find a way to shrink the size one of the reasons they're leaving behind warzone is exactly that it's just such a bloated game that's why warzone 2.0 will be a fresh install it will not just be an update to the existing warzone game that you have now so yeah, I'm not sure how they'll handle DLC and raids because map packs traditionally don't get sold anymore because it fragments your community and they don't want to do that. Um, I mean, 70 bucks and then pay for DLC. It's ridiculous. Right. I don't know how they're going to handle DLC pricing because like I said, a lot of DLC you know, is a lot of DLC and things like that is handled differently now, mainly because you're talking about something that can fragment the player base. Oh, you don't have the map, we can't play together. Oh, you don't have the map. You know, we we can't we can't be in the same fire team. We can't go into these games together. That was always a problem when I would get the maps in Modern Warfare 2 and then none of my friends had them and then we couldn't play together. And then whenever the guys with the maps could go on the new maps, we didn't know them. Too much time had passed, so we didn't even like playing them play Warzone very occasionally, but I haven't paid Activision any money in years. This may be an attempt to monetize folks like myself. It could work. Gilly says, do you think there will be a weekly lockout on rewards if there are any, or do you think they'll let people blitz it all week one back to back? Yeah, I mean, Gilly, I'll be honest, knowing knowing how companies like this operate, I could see them doing weekly lockouts, yes. You could run it, you know, three times a week or whatever, and once you get those little notches in your belt, that's kind of the end of it, right? You're 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 not gonna you can't just keep going. Because they want those weekly logins. It would be something, you know, akin to like weekly challenges in other games. COD community is used to sixty bucks a year, thirty dollar DLC for the second year. Yeah, but they've never done campaign DLC before. And it's my understanding that they've... When was the last time they charged for maps? Ghosts? I don't... Have they continued to charge for maps? Because I know Titanfall completely moved away from charging for maps. And they weren't the only company to move away from charging for maps. They... Respawn confirmed it. 343 confirmed it. Many people have confirmed you can't charge for maps. It just fragments the community. When was the last time COD had a paid DLC? I'm telling you, I think it was Ghosts or maybe Advanced Warfare. They've, According to everything I researched, they have never done a Call of Duty campaign DLC. It's always been maps. Maps come with a season pass. They've announced premium content second year. So you think there will be premium content second year you have to pay for. So you're thinking the maps will cost money and these missions, raids, campaign, you think it'll cost money. So Modern Warfare 2... DLC will cost money in your mind. You think that's what they're going to do? If you guys are just tuning in and you're enjoying the coverage, I'll give you a quick recap. We're covering the latest Modern Warfare 2 news. Apparently, a first in franchise history will be getting a campaign DLC. 
I've been arguing that this could mean they see Call of Duty very differently now. The non-annual release could be pushing them to a more live service approach to even the PvE content, ongoing live service support, and ongoing content delivery. Maps won't cost, content will cost, says Eugene. 70 for year 1, 50 for year 2, says Creature. Maps have always been free for the past, I can't tell you for how many years. They announced it in an investment call. So Casey's saying they announced there'll be premium content in year 2. If you are just tuning in and you want to chime into the discussion... You need to be a subscriber to talk in my chat, but subscribing costs nothing. So smack subscribe, chime in with what we're talking about, and then do me a favor, smash the like button. We have live talk show discussions like this all week long, multiple shows a day. I could definitely see the DLC being like 40 bucks and including the maps, uh, rain, the PVE, uh, maps, rain, PVE content, ETC. Distorted says... I'll concede when I see it succeeding. Maybe under different IP, I'd see it working. But with COD, with Call of Duty, I think they will have to prove themselves first with their PVE-specific endeavors. It's not what they are known for. The reason I think they will prove to you that they can make excellent PVE content is the number of studios they put on this. COD players are used to buying a full-price game solely for Warzone weapons. Price is not an issue. That is also true. I think the fact that they put 11 studios on Call of Duty as a franchise, I think they're taking it very seriously. I can't think they've got all those studios just working on guns and and maps, right? Um, just guns and maps doesn't seem like enough for them to, you know, <laughs> Eugene with the, yeah, the goalpost move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 400 people and 260 likes says creature I demand better results today as it is international creature day I want likes and gifted members to honor it there you go guys my my one of my mods and my producer is asking for likes on the video to honor international creature day it's also prime day so make sure and use my amazon link if you take advantage of any of the prime deals over there I have an amazon affiliate link in the description of all of my videos as well as an amazon command in chat be sure to use my link before you order anything it does support me it won't give you a discount or anything but it gives me credit and so do that anytime you're going to order anything from amazon Amazon. That's a super free and passive way to support me. Also consider becoming a member. We haven't had any gifted members this week, I don't think. We've started out the week really strong, but we want to see more members and more gifted members given that opportunity. Every Friday night I'm doing spooky games with my wife in October. The last Friday of the month is the Star Wars watch party. You'll need to own the movie or have a legitimate way to watch it like Disney Plus or something. You'll need to be able to watch it on your own. We will not be able to show it to you. That's completely out of bounds. But we will be able to watch along with you. We're watching Star Wars Episode One, the last Friday of the month. Those Friday night streams have been a blast. Make sure you are here. No, we're doing um, Dark Anthology games. The last piece of PVE paid DLC was Modern Warfare 3. DLC added new Spec Ops missions and maps for the PVE Horde mode. So they have sold PVE content before in Call of Duty. But they've not done campaign DLC. That was the big news. It was like Modern Warfare 2 campaign DLC. That's new. That like they've not done campaign DLC before. So they've done Spec Ops stuff, 
and they've added maps I think didn't they add maps to that one game mode that was like rounds and like you had to go really far and the first map was resistance I believe that was a thing PS5s are available on Amazon need to request an invite yeah and make sure and use my Amazon link uh good morning yo what's good uh rich man swag lord good to see you you ship coffee to the UK we do rebus it certainly isn't cheap but we do the coffee's very affordable but shipping is not cheap once you leave the United States once you leave North America so if you buy the pass you get the maps as infinite I don't think they're gonna charge for the maps infinite I just I really don't see them doing that Distorted says, I'm more happy to be proven wrong on this specific subject for all you PvE excited players' sake. The reason I have confidence in the PvE content is because this is the first time they've gonna, they're going to launch a Call of Duty and wait a year before launching another one. It's not going to be a, a one-year cycle. It's going to be a two-year cycle. And they put way more people on, they put way more people on this. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the shipping data. There's speculations for like March for PlayStation. You know, uh, saturation looks very, very good. Our second show today is about all the Sony stuff, the live service commentary, the PC games, and the remakes and remaster leaks. Uh, we'll be talking about that in our second show. Sorry if I missed it, but are the raids two player, four player? They are three player. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 raids are three player, but they're not Spec Ops. Spec Ops is returning to MW2, but Spec Ops is a completely different thing. That's two player. It's not the same type of content. Yo, what's good, Adam Russell? I think it's three player. It is. It's essentially giving the devs another year for development time. Excited to see what they can do, says Jake. Apparently, it's all but confirmed that Treyarch will have a two-year cycle as well for the 2024 game. I'm telling you, imagine this look. Imagine this being the case. The Modern Warfare 2 release happens, and you've got an amazing campaign. You got all the maps. You got all the modes. You got a battle pass. You got raids. You got spec ops. You just have this sweet of offerings and for two years they support that suite maybe about a year and a half okay and then the six month ramp up to I got a feeling that the next game Treyarch's building for 2024 I really feel like they're gonna reboot Black Ops that's my that's like my gut instinct I'm, I'm not a leaker I don't know if Tommy Hendy knows anything I don't know if any of the leakers know anything but my gut feeling is they're going to reboot Black Ops because everybody loves Black Ops. It's got its own camp of people that love it to the degree that Modern Warfare is beloved, okay? They'll reboot Black Ops 1. Um, no, the the advanced, warf- uh, the advanced Warfare thing got shot down. That was a total hoax. That's not, that's not being built, and Sledgehammer's not working on it. They're not working on anything right now as far as a new Call of Duty, as far as we know. That's not true. That rumor got shot down. The Sledgehammer Advanced Warfare rumor was shot down day that it hit. It didn't get any traction. So I think it's Black Ops 1. I think they'll reboot Black Ops 1, and then they'll just alternate. They'll just alternate. They'll reboot Black Ops 1. Two years after that, Modern Warfare 3, baby. Just keep going. After that, two years after Modern Warfare 3, it's Black Ops 2 time, baby. And they're going to have this rhythm of campaign, you know, maps, They'll do greatest hits map pack. They'll do raids. They'll do end game PVE content. They'll do you know things like spec ops, right? I'm telling you, 
I, I that's what I think the rhythm is going to be is every two years they deliver sort of like a live service suite for Call of Duty Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is not going to be strictly a PvP game. I don't think so. I think their I think their aim is far bigger than that. I think their aim is far far bigger than that. They're not just looking to be like, yeah, here's a bunch of maps and you know play this for a year. Hope you like it. I think they have a bigger view of the Call of Duty brand than they did previously. Eleven Studios really communicates that. I really think so. I really do. Can we get 12 more likes on the video? Let's try to hit 300 likes before we hit the one hour mark on the broadcast. Thanks for a great turnout for another great day here on Reforge Gaming, where we discuss all kinds of gaming news. And right now we're just covering, we are covering the Modern Warfare 2 news that for the first time in franchise history, it'll be getting campaign DLC. We've been sort of debating, can Call of Duty branch out into the live service shooter world? Could it be a looter? Could it be more like an RPG? How would they do it? What would be the reason for you to run endgame content? What would be the reason to run the endgame content more than once? Morning, Lono and Chad. Have a great day. I'm running the shop today, so I'll be mostly quiet. Good to see you, Immortal Turtle. Uh, David Jacob in the in the the members only Discord. The live stream chat is not for you to just like dump links into. It's to communicate with me and others about the current subject. Some of you guys have been using Discord in a really weird way. It's like we shook that bad habit, and now some of you are doing it again. Live stream chat is not a free for all. It's meant to be attached to the live show. Like we give you that so that you can show up and interact with me and others about the live show. If you're not interested in the live show, that's totally fine. We have plenty of rooms in the Discord for you to link dump news or discuss other topics. Apparently, it's all but confirmed. Treyarch will have a two-year cycle as well. Oh, I already read that. Uh, Does anyone know if the $100 version gets you that DLC or will it be a separate paid thing? Here's the thing, Commando G-Man. They need to make an announcement, I would imagine... Because there are going to be people like you that are like, bro, I want to kind of buy the whole package. I want to buy the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. I want to buy whatever you've got. I want it. I don't want to be, I don't want to have this nickel and dime experience of like, you've got some content here. You've got some content there. Like, I want to buy it all. And then that's kind of the end of the matter. Does that make sense? Like, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing to do, but I think people are more accustomed to saying, I want to pay it all in advance. I want to buy the bundle. I want to buy the thing just totally interlaced with all future content. I don't think this will be much different than other CODs besides the fact that it'll have PvE content. I don't think they'll support it as much as we think. Multiplayer is where the money is. I'll be honest, I don't think you put 11 studios on Call of Duty and continue to just be known as a PvP game. I don't think so. With the support and the success of games like Destiny and The Division, the clear desire that people have for live service shooters, I can't see Call of Duty just sitting on the sidelines and saying, yeah, we're still just primarily a PvP game. They've reworked the uh, the shooting mechanics entirely. Not only have they reworked the shooting mechanics, they completely rebuilt their AI systems. The raids, the maps for the raids have apparently been built from the ground up and are attached to the missions. None of this sounds like none of this sounds like something that they're oh yeah, they're just primarily focused on PvP. 
If they were primarily focused just on PvP, Modern Warfare 2 would have gotten the same treatment as it did in the past, right? Same treatment. You would have had one, maybe two studios working on it, and they would have been like, here's a campaign, here's some maps, here's some modes, see you later, you know? And then a year later, that would have been the end of it. That would have been the end of everything. And we're like, yep, and now we got another game coming out. The fact that they put more studios on it, the fact that they're on a two-year cycle, the fact that we've now got information about Spec Ops, we've got raids, we've got now campaign DLC, Modern Warfare 2 campaign DLC leaked from, you know, from a notable and reliable leaker. I just, I don't see it. I don't see this being just another Call of Duty. I think something else is going on. I don't think they jettisoned Warzone to Warzone 2.0. I don't think they rebuilt their gun systems and their AI systems. I don't think they did all that just for like, yeah, it's just another COD. I also don't think they did that with their God. I don't. Modern Warfare 2 is basically deity within the Call of Duty franchise. It's deity. I don't think you treat Modern Warfare 2 in that way. I just, I just don't think so. It doesn't doesn't seem to be a, an appropriate strategy for one of your one of your biggest and most beloved titles in the franchise. That seems incredibly backwards. That doesn't seem like something that they would do. If they were just wanting to do another Call of Duty, then they would have just done another Call of Duty. I mean, look at what happened to just another Call of Duty. Look at what happened to Call of Duty Vanguard, right? You got a, you got your new name, you got your new POV, you go back to World War, and you know. And, and then, it, are we having blips on the platform? What is going on? If you guys are having trouble and having to refresh, if there's weird stuff with the audio or the chat, that's not me. YouTube's been trying to push out some UI updates, and periodically it causes some weirdness with live streams. It isn't. I promise you it's not me. I monitor my bitrate, my task manager, and my quality like a hawk. And if people are having troubles magically at the one hour mark, I, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not me. As I mentioned in a previous cast, I'm hoping that we haven't seen the reworked AI yet. I severely doubt that the AI that shows up, I severely doubt that the AI that shows up in, in uh, what's that g- g- game mode called, Invasion, I don't think that's the new AI. I think they have that AI so severely dumbed down. And the reason they have that so severely dumbed down is because if AI in that mode was really, really strong and really, really good, it would be terrible. Number one, you'd have AI stealing kills from you. Like, if you didn't play the the, the, the Modern Warfare 2 invasion mode, if those bots were really, really good, they'd be running around stealing kills from you. So that would be annoying because you'd be going to get kills and you'd be getting like, oh my gosh, they're, they're, these guys are totally, you know, yanking kills from me. Then... They'd be killing you. You know, you'd go to fight, you know, somebody, you'd go to fight the enemy and you'd be getting killed by a bot. And I I just don't think that people would enjoy that. I don't think they would. Leaks are showing Sledgehammer working on Advanced uh, Warfare 2. That was shut down day of. The leaks and rumors about an Advanced Warfare 2 got shut down the day that the leaks hit. That's not happening. I've never seen a leak shut down so quickly. That that that's a that's a false rumor. There've been plenty of Call of Duty leaks over the years and and there's been plenty of Call of Duty leaks and and Modern Warfare 2 leaks as of late that that one got shut down faster than I've ever seen one shut down. 
Question above, why do you think they'd reboot Black Ops and not just like do Black Ops 3 or Black Ops 4 or whatever? Because they rebooted Modern Warfare and enabled them to do Modern Warfare 2 and look at the popularity. Like, they rebooted Modern Warfare a while ago, and when they did, it enabled them to do this. And rebooting Black Ops gives them that massive brand recognition. Everybody, like, Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 are two very, very popular titles within the franchise. They're only rivaled by by Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 is king. It's the king. Black Ops 1 and 2 come in, and they start to rival it. Now, Black Ops 2 is the most played, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that in the wake of it of it coming out, there was all kinds of, like, cheesy ways to manipulate your connection. They did really, really aggressive skill-based matchmaking, and they did a li- real, very, very aggressive lag compensation. So all of a sudden, Black Ops 2, you saw this rise in people who used to be bad being like, yo, check out this kill streak I got. Check out this high kill game that I got. Like, that is a, that's a common, common theme surrounding Black Ops 2. I understand why they're uh, popular, but I don't understand why players wouldn't want Black Ops 3. It's not about what players would want necessarily, it's about what works. And when they rebooted Modern Warfare and now they're launching Modern Warfare 2, look at the response, look at the look at the press, look at the relevancy, look at the excitement. Do you see like it's it's not about like oh, wouldn't players want a Black Ops 3? Well, sure, we can get there. That's fine. We can get there. Just like they can get all the way back to Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 4. I don't know. Just rotate those two franchises. You know, every two years you would continue the Modern Warfare number count and every two years you would continue the Black Ops number count. You just keep alternating between the two and then you just constantly can iterate and add to them. Now, obviously, Modern Warfare is going to have to get to the point where it's almost like, you know, future you know, future tech. Black Ops 5 would be next in line. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Black Ops 3 already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Black Ops 3 was when I stopped playing the game. Was there... I didn't realize... I didn't realize there was... Was there a Black Ops 4? I didn't realize that. I've not... uh, I've not paid that much attention to COD until all the Modern Warfare 2 stuff started hitting. Black Ops Cold War was the last Treyarch game. Oh, that's Black Ops Cold War is basically Black Ops 5, right? Or is that... Was Black Ops... I don't know why they wouldn't have used that opportunity to reboot Black Ops. Train Go Boom. Black Ops 3 and 4 were so bad. Dude, freaking Train Go Boom. What in the actual F? I'm calling dibs on making fun of it's just a remaster, it should be $25 when dudes line up to clunk down cash for a Black Ops Redux. Well, you have to remember something. I know you're being funny and you're being cheeky, but you do need to remember that a reboot is a whole new game. Modern Warfare, and then subsequently Modern Warfare 2, these are complete These are complete reboots. These are not. These are not like, oh... It's the same missions, but like a little bit cooler, a little bit more fun. No, they're they're complete reboots. They're whole new games, and the stories and everything have been rebooted. It's not you're not playing the same missions with prettier graphics. So I know you're being cheeky, but just to be clear, a reboot is pretty significant. It's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like watching the Star Trek reboots. I don't want to talk movies, but it's kind of like that. 
you got similar cast members and similar you got similar you got all the character names right but everything is different Black Ops 4 started getting out of hand with the operators using supers right it felt like it honestly felt like Call of Duty meets Destiny and not in a good way like Call of Duty meets Destiny could be amazing in the realm of giving people a great looter experience right Cheeky, but seriously, I was always, uh, I'll always be in the just effing number the next game with the next number camp. Keep titles logical. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. AOZ ordered the best of both worlds, the light roast and the dark roast. If you're a coffee drinker, Reforge Roast is our own coffee. My bags aren't on my table. I don't know where I put them. Must have moved them when I cleaned the office. Oh, they're over there on the chair. Reforge Roast is our own coffee. You're watching Reforge Gaming, and we have a light roast and a dark roast. Both coffees feature balanced acidity. If you've never tried coffee like that, you owe it to yourself to try ours. And AOZ just ordered the best of both worlds bundle, the light roast and the dark roast. See which one you like the most. It supports me directly. It's not a sponsor. That's our coffee, okay? I've converted a lot of people to coffee drinkers because our light roast is a great introductory coffee because it's so smooth. Light Rose, a uh, little Dark Rose left, waiting on Frickmas. Uh, if you're waiting on Frickmas, you're going to be waiting a while. We won't start taking orders on the Frickmas blend, our holiday blend, until like midway through November. So, you're, it's, it's October 11th. I, I don't know if you want to wait that long. Guys, if you're enjoying the show and coverage today, thank you for being here. We did a lot of Modern Warfare 2 coverage back when the beta was happening we do plan on covering this game quite a bit when the campaign launches and the checking out the the spec ops and checking out the raids so we hope that you come back we hope you enjoy everything that you see here if you've never been here before i am a safe for work broadcaster so you can subscribe in confidence check your sub feed too if i'm ever not on your homepage, uh check your sub feed i will always be live monday through friday for two shows a day Got called to a meeting back now. Welcome back. It's only four weeks away. That's one community game night away. Oh, you know what I just realized? Yeah. Call of Duty launches on the day that we're going to be doing the Star Wars watch party. That might really, really hurt turnout for that because everybody's going to be playing Call of Duty. I just I just realized that. You know what I'm saying? I want coffee, but living in the UK makes it a financial decision for sure. Yeah, it's so expensive to buy coffee outside of North America. You're better off, like, gifting members if you want to support, you know, the channel and support the game. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, support the game talk show. Has anyone done 50-50 light and dark? Does it taste like the Frickmas blend? I don't think you're going to get the Frickmas blend taste by trying to, like, hybrid yourself a medium roast gilly. It's a completely different flavor palette. You know what I mean? It's a completely different flavor palette. Reschedule time what so we're gonna be playing call of, I don't I, I'll be honest with you I don't want to play call of duty on a Friday night I don't not after last time I don't think call of duty community game nights are fun I just get annoyed because it just gets sweaty the skill based matchmaking is just such a kick in the nuts I, I'm dead I'm like absolutely 100% dead serious now it might be funny to watch my wife and I play I could get the game on PS5 we could set up two monitors and her and I could maybe like I don't think you can play through the campaign co-op, though. We'd have to play Spec Ops or something. I don't want to do that. Uh, Friday Night Cod Raids. 
Yeah, maybe, but we don't even know when the Modern Warfare 2 raids are releasing. We have no idea when they're coming out. Can't wait for him to play Gotham Knights. Yeah, that's next week. Yeah. This Friday is, um, Scorn. Your view on Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer? I mean, I played the Modern Warfare 2 beta. I put up my own review of the MW2 beta. And listen, I'll be honest with you. All of the good things that they got right in COD is ruined by skill-based matchmaking. Like, I honestly don't want to play. I really enjoyed myself. And then skill-based matchmaking came in and kicked me in the groin and poked me in the eye. And I'm like, cool, I'm not playing your game anymore. I'll play your campaign, I'll play your raids and your spec ops, but your multiplayer can frick all the way off when you're going to punish me because I put up like slightly above average gameplay. I, I don't want to play your game. I stopped playing Fortnite for the same reason. I hated Destiny's PvP for the same reason. It's like... I'm a slightly above average player, bro. I'm just trying to drink beers and laugh with my buddies, and I'm literally playing G Fuel snorting, sweatband wearing, insane, live in the game players. I don't, I, I have no desire to play the multiplayer after the last experience that we had. We couldn't touch a single game mode and have fun. We couldn't just have fun. And I'm not talking about winning, I'm talking about just being able to play and enjoy myself. I tried to play Invasion 10 steps dead 10 steps dead why i had two good games and then they lobby balanced and they skill based match make my face off it's like okay i'm literally done playing your game i'm done i just i i don't care like i don't i'm not a cod head i'm not a pvp guy and if you're gonna mistreat me because i get a decent couple of games under my belts then bye i'm out we had a fun duo queue. Yeah, but even that's going to be short-lived, Eugene. We're going to put up good stats in a couple of duo games, and we're going to face the same problem. One of the reasons I think we had fun in duo queue is we completely reset the lobby and went to a completely different game mode. Eventually, that hammer was going to fall there, too. The hammer was going to fall no matter what. Custom games with your viewers? No, I hate that. I absolutely hate custom games with viewers because everybody just goes for me. You had to put down the beer many a night. Yeah, like, why do I want to play a game that makes me be like, oh, yeah, I can't get a little buzzed and laugh. I gotta, like, pay attention and call out and go to the right flank. They're in the building. Like, I don't what I, I don't want to play a game like that, bro. Like, I'm not even needing to win. I'm not even needing to be at the top of the board. I need to be able to move 10 feet and not get laser beamed by some sweathead. Give another shot when more people are playing than just the pre-order sweats. The main pop will be more forgiving. I mean, that's good pushback, Gilly. There is a very high likelihood that the population will be significantly higher and games like Invasion won't turn into sweat boxes the way that it did. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I had two good games and now I'm in a, I'm a, I'm in a match. I feel like I'm in a tournament. Like, what happened? I literally couldn't walk 10 feet. It's like, I couldn't, I couldn't cross the street. It's like, oh my gosh, everybody's sweating their freaking balls off. So, I, that's good pushback. Okay, yes, when there's more people playing after the Modern Warfare 2 release, yes, maybe it won't be as bad as it was in the beta. There was a noticeable difference in my games when I turned off crossplay. It's so bad. The crossplay lag was so bad in the beta it was unplayable. 
yeah, there was quite a bit of latency in crossplay. Like both both Eugene and I were PlayStation Five. We duo queued into Prisoner Rescue, and we had a pretty good time. We did. We added a couple more people, and then it turned it turned sour real real quick. Turned sour real quick. Big modes like Invasion might turn into lobbies full of camo grinders. That's true. That's true. But camo grinders tend to hide in rooms and go for easy kills. They're not like running around sweating. They're usually using a gun they don't like. You know? I I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I've tried games like that multiple times for community game night, and every night I end the night saying I'm never doing that again. I just want to have a couple of beers and laugh. That's what Friday night's supposed to be. And Call of Duty makes that really, really difficult. It's really difficult to play Call of Duty for two, maybe three hours, and for it to not turn sour. I just feel like the milk turns sour really quickly. You have a good first hour, second hour things start to fall apart, and the third hour, I'm I'm I've, I'm a few drinks in, so I'm playing worse, and the lobbies are harder. It's a terrible recipe. It's just like these two lines converge. It's like the challenge of the lobbies goes up, and my 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 amount of alcohol consumption has hit this apex of frustration. You need a mode like plunder. Yeah, you need a mode like Plunder to just keep jumping in with your buddies and laughing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we played Custom Lobby Plunder and everybody stream sniped and went for me because ha ha ha. Like, it's so original to kill the streamer. Like, good for you. You can basically screen peek, see where I'm going, and then go target me. Like, people cannot, they can't, they can't resist. I, I had guys flat out deny that they weren't stream sniping. And it's like the one guy literally kept going directly where I was going. And he reverse double flanked me, like went reverse, like double back flanked me because he was watching, he was watching the stream. Like, there's no way you knew to double back on me. Come on, bro. He did it twice. It was like, I wasn't stream sniping. Yeah, sure you weren't. You just apparently have ESP for the whole map and you all, are you running wall hacks? You knew what I was doing? Just keep in mind, chat, this is the same man who just wants to laugh and get a bit loose who made me play Battletoads when I was there. See, but the beauty of that is, I know you're being funny, but the beauty of that is we got to a point where we stopped. We didn't continue. That's the beauty of picking like three or four games. You get to that point where you're like, okay, haha, you know, yeah, that was fun. And then you move to something else. Call of Duty, it's like you're in there for the night. You know what I mean? The match that me and Lump followed you the entire match was so hilarious I couldn't breathe. Oh yeah, you, we had people, you, you guys were following us but not shooting me. Right, right, right. You can't kill the Seekers in Hide and Go Seek. Only four people have guns. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can do that. Warzone, Hide and Go Seek, stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. But again, you gotta worry about screen peekers. But if it's, if it's members only, it might be a little bit different. Back in the day, it wasn't members only, was it? I think... No, it was members only. Yeah. No... It wasn't members only for viewership. It was members only for joining. And we started letting anybody join because we were so desperate to fill the server. And that's when things got bad. We played the movers game and you kept yelling at me. Listen, if you like you suck, like what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to sit there and passively pull a couch halfway across (laughs) the game by myself. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not my fault. You were terrible at that game. You know, you should have been better. (laughs) <laughs> I think you confuse plunder with stream sniping. In plunder, you can always land back on the opponent that killed you every time. Robert, I'm well aware of how plunder works. 
I landed at the very beginning in a map built for over a hundred people. There was 26 people playing and the guy landed right on top of us. And it was after we had already been there for a while. So he died, he deployed, and he landed on our heads. And his movement, everybody watching was like, yeah, that guy was stream sniping. He was clearly doing things that he knew where I was. Like, I went behind this wall, crouched, and was like slow walking on a double black flank. And he like turned around on the kill cam. You could see he was like standing still on the kill cam. And then he like turned, went to the corner of the wall and waited for me. It was like, bro, bro sure maybe that guy listen creature will tell you we tried it and y'all ruined it it's not because of plunder we tried private matches that were small we tried big matches of plunder and the players always ruin it they ruined uh what's the other game where you can kill people in the spaceship among us we cannot play games where you can kill the streamer because y'all will ruin it Everybody thinks they're being the funny original haha guy. It's like, no, you're the 12th person to think this will be funny. It's never been funny. You've ruined the night. We don't play those games anymore because the community literally burned it to the ground. We tried COD. We tried big map COD. We tried small map COD. We tried Among Us and the community torched it to the ground. We haven't gone back. That's when I started playing goofy games with Hilly. We literally started playing goofy games with Hilly because the community burned it to the ground. It was like, it didn't matter how many times we said not to do it. We begged, we pleaded, just leave Lono alone. There's plenty of people in the match to kill. It just didn't matter. It always devolves into, I'm going to, it does, it, it matters to me. I'm going to kill the streamer, right? Like, I, it was like when we let people pick hard games and it was like, this will be funny. No, this really isn't funny. We let people pick games from Adam and I to play, and that turned disastrous. The second week we let people pick games from Adam and I to play, it turned absolutely sour. It was like, no, this isn't going to work. So we just started picking random games and playing them, and it turned way better. Like, it's supposed to be hee-hee-ha-ha, ha, pick a funny, goofy game and laugh with people on a Friday night, throw back some drinks. It's not supposed to be a sweat fest. It's not supposed to be, let's show off how good you are in this game. And it just doesn't work. Even worse when people who are hardcore among us people who know what stuff you gotta do. Yeah, it'd be like, what room were you in? You're like, I was in this room. They're like, no, he's lying. The only way to get to that room is they gotta go through this room, this room, this room. The only way they would've been in that room is if they had this in that room and they had this in that room. So yeah, they're lying. And it was just like, what? Like, some Columbo Among Us expert. <laughs> uh. So if you won every time, it would have been okay? How much dying is okay? I'm not even going to answer that question as, as if it's a legitimate question. As if that's what we've been positing, is that I'm supposed to win the whole time. I'm not even going to respond to that, because I'm kind of tired of bad faith questions that intentionally misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm done talking about it. We're going to do a discussion question. Because this happens every time somebody wants to turn it against me as if I'm not allowed to have fun on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? It's not me. It's y'all. Y'all did it. Not me. (laughs) Y'all couldn't show up and just play casual. You couldn't do it. And to be quite honest, who's going to do that? Who's going to play Call of Duty all week and then show up on a Friday night and play casual? It doesn't work. It also doesn't work when we play games where you've been playing all week sweating out and you join my lobby and now you're dragging me into a terrible bracket of skill-based matchmaking. Like, it just doesn't work. It's not what Friday nights are intended to be. 
Like, if you're sweat banding all week in COD, and then you join my lobby on a Friday night, you're going to make Friday night hell for me. And you're not doing anything wrong. You just played a game that you love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we, we, we can't curate a group of people that love Call of Duty, but don't play all week and put up good stats. Like, it just doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It's not fun to be the sole target in a match and have 29 people gunning for just you. It's not about winning. It's about being able to play. It just, yeah, it just turns. It's it's one of those things where I just don't think people can resist the temptation. I just think they think it's funny and, you know, they don't care. You know, it's, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, Fall Guys works. Fall Guys works because Fall Guys is literally just everyone's running around being stupid, right? Uh, it makes sense. Some of the people getting hammered down all week in chat, so Friday night's their chance. That's what I... Well, well, not not just that. It's... We would play Fortnite, and there were like one or two people that would join us that were really good at Fortnite, and I couldn't play. It was like, you're taking me into lobbies where I'm, I'm nothing. You're taking me into no-life lobbies. It just isn't fun. That's why skill-based matchmaking in Modern Warfare 2 is like an immediate turnoff. Like, if Modern Warfare 2 releases and you jump in and you slay out all day and you're having a good time, you're my worst enemy when we go to play. Because you're going to drag me into lobbies that I do not want to be in. That's why skill-based matchmaking is just so dumb. It's so backwards. It works against the sort of intentions of the game. The intention of the game is boot up and play. Boot up with your buddies and play. And... Ever since they took this anti-pub stomping stance in Black Ops 2, they've completely ruined the ability to play with your buddies. Like, Call of Duty used to be about team up with your buds and rack up as many wins as you can. And now it's team up with your buds and pray none of them are that good. (laughs) I remember hoping I killed you that night we played Warzone. Never found you, though. Yeah, I mean, some well, because you were probably playing Honest. Like, it's one thing to, like, hope you run into me and kill me. It's another thing to screen peek target and, st- and, and go to where I am. <laughs> like, those are very different things. And listen, listen, we tried it three weeks in a row. And every week we stressed, please don't target, don't target me. And every week it didn't matter. That's what, that's what it turned into. It, we tried the one, there was the one where we could do like 6v6, 10v10, like small maps. And then there was Warzone where we could do plunder. It just didn't matter. It did not matter. Every week, people in the chat were like, I don't understand, man. Why why is it got to be like this every week? So we just stopped doing it. Uh, It got so bad, people were literally stream sniping and looking specifically for you, each person calling it funny, and then they would kill you off rip. It gets tiring. Yeah, Sven remembers. ADJC remembers. I'm not, I'm not making it up. I'm not, I'm not like, I had a bad game. We're never doing this again. We did it like three weeks in a row. Looks like we did membership goals, catch up steak, and just dance. We have a dark side. Right. It's about channeling that dark side. It's okay to put the streamer through pain if that streamer can laugh through the pain. I could kind of laugh and groan through the steak with ketchup. I could kind of laugh and and embarrass myself in Just Dance. It's hard to laugh through another night of being targeted in a game like Among Us or Call of Duty. It's like you can't really laugh through that. You know what I'm saying? So like putting the streamer through pain is 100% a thing that people like to do. 
you you have to set the stage appropriately, right? Do we know when the PvE content is dropping? What's good, Christina? So apparently the Modern Warfare 2 map pack, there's like a greatest hits map pack landing in 2023. And the DLC, the campaign DLC, is apparently dropping at the same time. So the leaker seems to think there's a Modern Warfare 2 year two. Like there's a strategy for year two. I love the getting over it game. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty funny. Delay would hurt to even do that. Uh, what we have as members, delay would hurt to even do with what we as members love. Delay? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, like a stream delay? If it's members only, couldn't you just ban them for being being d bags? It's just it's not worth getting into the debates and the discussions and the arguments. Because every time it happened, people would swear up and down they weren't doing it. And it's like, bro, is anybody else having this experience? Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, Creature was following me, and he saw it happening. And people were like, I'm not, I swear I'm not. And it's like, okay, sure. So it just turns, it just turns awkward. It's like, I don't want to sit here and accuse people, you know. I tried the first time playing, and after the stream sniping BS, I didn't bother joining again. It was not fun. It'd be interesting to weaponize the dark side by making it a protect the president scenario. That's certainly true. We could get creative McDiesel if we had enough people to do private matches and it was like, try to protect and keep Lono alive and I'm trying to move in like a convoy all the way across the map in like vehicles or something. Then, okay, sure being targeted in that scenario would be funny, intense, and it wouldn't feel like you're trying to kind of like ruin my my experience. Sure, we could try to channel, work within what people are going to do anyway. What are the chances that we see skill-based matchmaking get dropped? I think Modern Warfare 2 SBMM is here to stay. I don't think it's going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I I don't think it's going anywhere. It was so... The skill-based matchmaking was so overtuned in Modern Warfare 2. It was so overtuned. It was like, what in the world? Now, I know people are going to say, oh, it's a smaller population. Okay. Why would it be so overtuned then? Wouldn't the smaller population make skill-based matchmaking lighten up? Think about what I'm saying. Like, think about what I'm saying. If, if you have a smaller population, skill-based matchmaking should have a harder time finding people in your hemisphere. It should. The reason I think it was so extreme, and the reason I think it was so frustrating, was because it quite literally was overtuned to the point that if it couldn't find people at your skill level, it just kept grabbing higher and higher and higher in the brackets. It's like, oh, I got a 2 or 3 KD, and I ended up in games with people that were throwing down 9 and 6s at the end. What? Well, I think the skill-based matchmaking was severely overtuned. What skill-based matchmaking is supposed to do is, hey, within your region and connection, is there anybody in your hemisphere of skill that you've, you've shown in the past couple of matches? Yes? Let's make sure they're in your game. No? Okay, no worries. Let's get you into another game. We tried to find people in your hemisphere and we failed and now here we go. Now now we're just going to throw you a new match. It was so overturned, overtuned 
the Modern Warfare 2 beta, it was, like, it was so overtuned. It's like, what the frick? How? how I, I couldn't get anything done. What happened to having you and Madam Hilly run through Halo Forge maps from the community? Halo is a, Halo's a non-starter right now. Halo, Halo is a massive non-starter right now. That we can't do anything with Halo. I, I don't really care to. And Forge isn't out yet. Was that a blip? Blip? Anyone else get a blip? Oh, great. Awesome. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, apparently it was a blip. If you guys are getting buffering, stuttering, uh, stuttering, audio glitches, it's not on my end. Uh, my my, my bitrate hasn't budged. My performance haven't budged. If it was on my end, people in Discord would hear it, and they don't. It's always YouTube. I do not know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I guarantee you we're going to hemorrhage. If that was a legitimate blip, we're going to hemorrhage. We'll drop way, way down, and then we'll be punished in the in the, in the the YouTube search results for it. They'll be like, well, you just lost 70 people. I, I don't know why it keeps happening. The only thing I can encourage you to do, uh, the only thing I can encourage you to do is make sure your mobile app is up to date. Um, we have been noticing that it seems like if if your mobile app's not up to date, that seems to be where it centers. It centers on people that haven't updated their app. The other day, a guy was having all kind of problems, and then he said he went and uh, he went and updated his app, and the problems went away. So it doesn't look like it's affecting the view count as severely as it used to. So maybe the blips are more minor now, or maybe at least as long as they don't punish us. Um, this game is dope, by the way. Game Pass or nah? Uh, oh, Brick Tales? I think, I don't know if Brick Tales is going to be on Game Pass. I played it on, I played it on Steam. I played it on Steam, so I, I don't know. I've, I've not uh, I've not looked at all of the va- various places that it's going to release speaking of which I have a I have a key for it um, and they sent me uh, yeah take me to my key crosswalk what the heck um, they're making me do a captcha you you literally sent me a key and you're making me do a captcha to grab the key like what on earth um Okay. My keys, my keys. Already covered. There you go. Credit for the coverage immediately. I just used the demo. So yeah, that didn't hurt our that didn't hurt our viewership. Maybe maybe they're doing something on on the view count so that when those blips happen, I don't get annihilated in the view count. Because it's like, oh hey, you got like, you know, 380 people, and like a little blip happens, and it's like, oh, you have, you know, two hundred and something people. It's like, oh my gosh. Uh, I miss ping being a factor in matches. Skill-based matchmaking to a consistent lobby should make adjusting team balancing easier and should make fairer matches. The reason I think it was overtuned, Gilly, is they weren't doing just skill-based matchmaking. They were busting up the lobbies. They were constantly busting up the lobbies. It was like, so you had a good game with your buds, right? Bust up the lobby. Okay, so no one carries over, even if they were relatively close to my skill. Same thing with invasion, right? You have a pretty good, you have a pretty good game, you have a pretty good, you know, run. And oh, another one! Come on, YouTube. It's like one per stream. I'll look the other way. Multiples, like, get you, come on, get your act together. It's it. Let's 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 figure out how to not be bad. <laughs> 
can we just do that? I, I think it's great that they're adding features, but we also need to not be bad at what we're doing. You've not experienced any of the blips today? To the people that are experiencing blips, where are you watching? I'm curious if this is, again, this is a mobile thing. That guy the other day said he was getting nonstop buffering. He updated his mobile app and it went away. Uh, disbanding lobbies is awful. Lobby busting sucks. Yeah, it's not really affecting the viewership. So I think some of you might be watching. Yeah, okay, mobile PC on a browser. Well, some people are watching browser and they're getting them. So I don't know. Mobile located. Yeah, if you're having blips on mobile, always go and see if there's an update for your mobile app. Just I always double check that. They've been pushing out uh, app updates relatively quickly. I got one just yesterday on iPhone for the YouTube, not studio, but the YouTube actual app to watch. Um, I got one watching from a laptop. Okay, so it doesn't seem exclusive to mobile. So, okay, that there goes that theory. Um... I did get a Bricktails key. I don't know if I'm going to use it uh, for myself since we already pushed out the first look. So I could throw it in the VIP room for Tier 2s and above. That's another great reason to be Tier 2 and above. I'm on browsers, but I always chalk it up to crappy rural internet. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. If you're still here and you're not having any problems, thanks for continuing to watch today. We are sorry about the blips. Uh, YouTube is trying to push out a refined live viewing experience, and in the process, it periodically causes problems uh and it doesn't seem exclusive to one platform so if you're enjoying the content do me a favor can we get 60 more likes on this video we appreciate all the support and everybody that's been hanging out today covering uh modern warfare 2 news let's throw out a discussion question all right so what we're entertaining is a modern warfare 2 leak essentially established there would be an mw2 campaign dlc that's a first in franchise history okay and what i started theorizing was this is part of their ongoing content plan to push toward live service in cod not just being the multiplayer so my question for you is can a game like cod bridge the gap from throwaway campaign to an ongoing game can they bridge that gap? Could they make this an ongoing shooter? RPG, a looter, something where you continue to come back and you play live service PvE content in Call of Duty? That's the question that I have for you right now. Do you think they can bridge that gap? And if they can, is it something that you would be interested in? Is it something that you would play? Would you find yourself drawn to uh, drawn to that? wanting wanting to uh wanting to, to to play wanting to you know enjoy it that's that's the ultimate question because i would be willing i actually hope they are doing this it's it's my hope that the ongoing content plan for call of duty is is beyond just here's a campaign or even the campaign dlc like if it's literally just uh, yeah, here's some more missions. I, I I don't think that that's that that's not that exciting either. I don't think so. I think what's more exciting is the idea that there is something beyond this. There's like this ongoing feeling of investment and and commitment. They could turn this game into an FPS division type PVE experience, says Sven, as well as maintaining the traditional PvP. So Sven thinks they could do it. I think the key. Uh, I always get the generic blip. 
that everyone experiences on every platform. Mobile does it its own sometimes. I think the key to tying it would be to the raids, says uh, Drummer Mike. If the raid ties into the campaign, then it could work. I would play it. As far as we know, as far as we know, they are planning on the raids being tied to the uh, the raids are going to be tied to the campaign. According to the leaks, the Modern Warfare 2 raids, there's going to be three of them, and they are tied to the campaign. They are, they are tied to the story. That's, that's, that's what we're hearing. Do we know if it's going to be raids or a raid? Yeah, three is what we've heard. I don't think I could run the same raid 20 times without some variation. If they do it, they better split PvE and PvP when it comes to nerfs and buffs. I don't disagree with that at all, J-Murf. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Oh, readies for the key. All right, hang on, hang on. This is a great reason. This is a great reason to be a because uh, I don't need it. They gave it to me. I don't need it. This is a Steam key. Steam key tier twos. First come, first serve. It's in. It's in the. It's in the VIP room in the Discord. Great reason to be a tier two. Uh. I find these winner of things from Microsoft and Sony just silly. WTF? Oh, what? Sony paid $3.5 million to make Ark Survival Evolved a March PS Plus game. Microsoft paid $2.5 million to keep it on Game Pass for the first half of this year and $2.3 million to bring Ark 2 to the service when it launches. For later? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For our, for our second show. Pre-order the RTX 4090. Good for you. Do we know if it's going to be raids or a raid? I already read that. Uh, to pull off the raids, then they'd have to make sure that they get the loot tables correct. So, I don't know if a loot table or loot drops is necessary. You know what I'm saying? I think you could do Call of Duty raids without loot. You could purely do it for cosmetics. I took it to be just part two to the campaign, says Dark Age Gaming. Eugene says, a light live service COD offering could be very good. What are you doing for loot in a COD raid? Useless blueprints? You don't have builds. You don't get better loot. You don't have skill trees. Outside of cosmetics, there's nothing to chase. I don't think that incentive would be enough long term. I said this morning, though, what if they did that? What if they created an incentive? What if it felt like... Look at how when you play like the zombies modes, right? And it has like this arcade feel where you're getting different abilities and different perks from the map and buying different things, right? Well, that if you had a more arcade-ish RPG feel, you don't need loot, you don't need division min-maxing, but you could have guns with abilities and perks. You could come up with the build... And that build really helps you in the end game PVE content. You, I, I, I'm not saying that they're going to go down the road, the, the route of a looter shooter, but they've they've done things like this before, and we talked about this earlier this morning. High Moon Studios is one of the studios that has been assigned to Call of Duty, and they've worked on an ongoing live service looter shooter before. We that, that that's been a thing. The bot keeps flagging me for that gift. Look at Warzone. They already have tier weapons and armor attachments. I play a game 
that the harder difficulty you play, the better the drops are. Right, they already have... I didn't even think about that. Warzone has tiered loot. Tiered loot and tiered attachments. Do they not? Translate that over to PvE. You know what I'm saying? I see your fake foam block worked at TwitchCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love Call of Duty to take on Division. Look at War... I already read that. Just because there hasn't been a loot in the past doesn't mean that they couldn't be added in. Yeah, but it's all worse than your loadout. You're presuming that that's the case. Well, we're not We're not saying that they would take the tiered loot from Warzone over into this. We're saying they've built tiered loot before. It's not beyond the scope of reason that they could have white green, blue, purple, yellow, orange loot. Who cares about ground loot? You're look you're you're looking at it like this. We're not you're you're looking at it all wrong, Rob. No one is saying, "Oh, the ground loot's amazing in Warzone." No nobody said that. Like listen to what people are saying. They've already done tier weapon and armor and attachments in Warzone. That means they're familiar with creating a loot table of tiered loot. So is that your loot for the whole game? Well, no, but you would be building a kit to take into PvE endgame content. Imagine getting a legendary M16, and it has perks on it. And now you can put legendary M16 attachments on it. And it's super helpful in one of the raids because there's these really great distance areas where you can just pop the guys really, really quickly. You're thinking so small. Like, that is totally possible that they could do something like that in the PvE content. A $20 tip from East Coast Overlord. Quick, cut in with a 4090 too long, didn't read. 40 to 70% more performance than a 3090 for the price of a used car. All reviewers and people in the industry say wait till November for AMD cards so the 4090 price drops. There you go. You dropped $20 to tell Game Pass that again? East Coast Overlord tips the channel on a regular basis. Like, I know it's weird on YouTube to actually, like, give money to the streamer. (laughs) I know that's foreign, but live services literally live and die on having paying members and regular super chats like I'm not running ads I've been streaming for an hour and 45 minutes and you've not had to see a single ad so I appreciate people that are willing to do that Joey says raids and DMZ sound like awesome additions but my phone number was attached to someone else's battle account before I got it uh, if content if, con- if connected to a game pre-order it's locked I'll be disappointed oh yeah I don't know uh, agree not buying a screen let me say no Thank you. My sh- man, we got we're not getting any short shelf treatment. It's like when it rains it pours. Talking about a culture defining moment. YouTube's like, "You gave money?" Yeah, like literally calling someone out and shaming them for supporting the streamer. <laughs> like, "What'd you do that for?" Like that's just YouTube culture, man. Theme of the day seems to be thinking about old cod and not recognizing cod is moving forward. Old thinking isn't relevant. Exactly. Exactly. East Coast Overlord hitting a 13-month milestone, getting a gold badge for a whole year of membership. Gifting members is too hard at work on mobile. Keep up the great content. Thank you, East Coast Overlord. Yeah, they're still not making gifting members like an easy thing. 
It's supposed to be on both generations, but they took notes from Cyberpunk's failure. It was never going to hunt graphic-wise. With that in mind, still looks good when playing it. Uh, what a yikes to pull a mobile-looking game from old gen. Like, what a yikes. So they didn't want to pull a Cyberpunk? ay 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 What do you uh, do with the gunsmith then? What do you mean, what do you do with the gunsmith? You would go to the gunsmith and you'd have all these different things that you could put on your gun. Perks, attachments, right? There's a a lot of things that you could do with the gunsmith. Again, you're you're thinking, like, uh, so many of you guys today have approached this conversation and been like, I don't understand how this could work. And all of your presumptions are built on Call of Duty multiplayer, Warzone, and the gunsmith. Like, picture something completely different. It's it's a PvE side of the game. It's a campaign. It's campaign DLC. It's raids. So, l- l- listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying. So, the Modern Warfare 2 news breaks that... We're not just getting a campaign. They're not just going from a one-year, but they're going to a two-year cycle, and they're bringing back Spec Ops, and they're adding raids, and now we hear, for the first time in franchise history, they're doing campaign DLC. But you're like, I don't understand how they would do any of this. What what do you mean? It's all new. So until we see it, we can't presume that it'll be structured the way PvP is. I now have a theory that the gunsmith will be incompatible with DMZ. You'll only be able to gunsmith which parts that you have on hand. <clears throat> like little gunsmith stations on the map or in between matches. There'll be a mode in Titanfall. There was a mode in Titanfall 2 where you could get additional PvE perks and a separate level tree for each class. So it's separate. I understand campaign DLC. But you have to look at the whole picture, Rob. Don't just look at campaign DLC. You have to look at the fact that they're going to support this game with ongoing content for two years. And they're not just giving you a campaign. They're giving you spec ops. They're giving you raids. The raids are connected to the campaign. And then they're supporting it with ongoing PvE content in the form of, for what now we know to be, campaign DLC. Also, the three raids that we heard about could be spaced out between seasons. If they break it all up, then maybe... Like, I don't think they're constrained by the PvP. It's not like, well, they have to work within these PvP systems. This would be a totally new thing. This would be a totally new thing. This would not be just within the confines of the PvP system or within the confines of the gunsmith. It'd be separate. The gunsmith will be compatible because you will have to find your gun and not be given a starting one. They could add parts that if you get a certain amount of different types of parts, you could build into a certain attachment for a gun and then find parts in PvE. Yo, Eknor. We haven't seen gifted members in a minute, man. It's been quiet out here. Thank you so much. That's so generous. Happy Raging Matt, 3-7, Hollow Judgment, Clamp Cut Tie in AB, Make sure and say thank you to Eknor. So generous to the channel. Has gone so big on gifted members. Helped us hit a huge milestone last month and continues to pull people into the community. 
Whenever you're a member, you can get into our members only Discord and you can watch the members only talk shows that we end every day with. We do members only content every day and you can't watch it unless you're a member. Uh, let's do this. Uh, oops. And let's do this. I can see that. That's what I mean. The, the, the reason that I thought this was such a big subject, right? I thought this was a pretty big subject because it's like they're seemingly wanting to take Call of Duty a whole lot farther than new. Here's a here's a brand new campaign, and uh, and here's some maps, and we'll see we'll see you guys in two years, you know, or oh we'll do some map packs along the way. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see you guys in a year and a half. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm smelling a big feast and not just like an afternoon dinner. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, sometimes you eat like a big dinner on Sunday afternoon. So it's like a, it's like a real heavy lunch that doesn't even feel like lunch. That's not what I don't, I don't feel like that's what this is. Like, oh, it's going to be a slightly bigger, slightly more, you know, elaborate game. No, I don't I don't think so. I think they've got bigger plans for the franchise beyond just another installment. Right? Climbing, swimming, or fighting mercenaries, the action never stops and stays stunning with variable frame rate. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection PC releases October the nineteenth. Oh golly. Is that did they officially finally announce that? That's when it lands? That's next week. So yeah, we would we'll do that. We'll check that out for sure. We'll probably check that out and throw it over on uh, on first look for sure. Um looks like you're ready to go live. Why is it doing that? There we go. I was setting up the next stream. Uh and we'll we'll uh we'll be redirecting over there in about a half an hour uh, or less. Well, no, yeah, about a half an hour. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. It's a big subject, says Creature. People just don't know it yet. This is a big deal. It's a big subject, but again, people fail to understand how big COD is. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're having a similar discussion to the why Sony doesn't want COD to go exclusive. I don't think people see the enormity of COD. They just think, what's the big deal? There's all kind of exclusives out there. And COD is in its own category of size. It's in its own category of scope and market saturation. And for them to say, for the first time in the franchise's history, we are going to be doing campaign DLC, that's kind of a big deal. You know? It's like, they, they have plans for this game that they've not previously done new approach new style new whatever it is they're trying to do is it's new it's it's not a it's not another installment i feel like this is a, this is a this is a new era it's the beginning of a new era that's what it feels like to me that's how i want to say it i don't i don't think call of duty modern warfare 2 is just another installment everything we're seeing it's a brand new era for the game we're seeing 
planned campaign DLC, according to leaks, raids, spec ops, and no longer on a one-year cycle. They have to support this for two years. We're entering into the era of Call of Duty becoming a fully-orbed live service game. DMZ is going to be like Tarkov, raids for PvE players, the multiplayer, the modes, the map packs that'll be landing. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is not just another installment. It's a new era. They're evolving the franchise. Based on spending numbers we have, we can extrapolate that there are about 60 million COD players on P- on PlayStation. That's more than the entire Xbox ecosystem. People can't comprehend it. Is it comparable to sports titles because the casual fan base is very loyal and they'll buy every year? Hmm, I can't buy things? What do you mean you can't buy things? What are you talking about, Akuta Papa? Oh no, have you considered picking up an Intel art graphic card and using AV1 encoding? YouTube supports that format, and from everything I've seen so far, it's dramatically less resource intensive. Does does OBS support AV1 encoding? Is that is that been something they've pushed out? And then what kind of card would I have to buy? Can you tell me why you're complaining about skill-based matchmaking? If you are killing it in your game, then they should match. Then you should match with better players. Igor, that's I, that's that's not the complaint against skill-based matchmaking. The skill, the complaint against skill-based matchmaking is I'm a slightly above-average player, and when I have a good game, I'll have one or two good games. I end up in servers and matches against people that are ten times better than me, and I have a terrible time. They're attempting to avoid stomping, and I get stomped because I made the mistake of having one or two good games. So skill-based matchmaking doesn't even achieve what it's supposed to achieve. It's supposed to avoid stomp fests, and I put up one or two good games in the Modern Warfare 2 beta. I played a lot of the MW2 beta, and one or two good games was all it took, and the rest of my night was horrible. Just stomped to dust. I was going to super chat, but it's not letting me. The COD raids are going to be like Destiny Strikes. Raid is simply a military term just to set expectations. We don't know that. There aren't puzzles in Strikes, so that's a fa- I, I think that's a false equivalency. I've, I've, I've played and covered that game exhaustively, and I never once had number puzzles and maze puzzles in a Strike. You have those in Raids... Think about some of the smallest raids that you can play in that game and then maybe consider that a raid in Call of Duty with three players, puzzles, and intense combat would be roughly the size of some of the smallest raids in that game. You probably shouldn't be able to streak in a PvP anyway. Skill-based matchmaking is fine. Every win you get is giving someone else a loss. If you're constantly winning, you probably shouldn't be. False. That's no, it's not about winning. It's about getting stomped because I have a good game. Just because I win doesn't mean that the other person had a terrible experience. Just because I have a reasonably good game doesn't mean that the people on the other end of it had a horrible experience. I have had games. I had games of invasion where I lost, but I had fun. I unlocked attachments. I put up pretty good stats. In fact, some of the games that were used against me in skill-based matchmaking, I didn't even win. I didn't even win. 
there was at least one or two invasion games where I lost, but because I put up good stats, the very next game was terrible. You don't have to win just to get punished by skill-based matchmaking. Like, there's been numerous times I've played these games and I've lost, but because I put up good stats, I get absolutely fleeced the next couple of games. You're making it sound like if I happen to win or I happen to put up a good game, well, then somebody else has had a terrible time. No, I don't think so at all. That's such a false dichotomy. You either win and have a good time or lose and you're miserable. No, generally speaking, I'm only miserable when I'm getting my face stomped and can't do anything. That's not me being upset that I lost. The problem is the other team could be trash and one kid on the team could be good enough to stomp your whole team but the overall skill level isn't even. I'm not sure how much better they could tune it besides small tweaks here and there. It's real easy. The solution is so easy, it's painful because it existed a really long time ago. Ranked and unranked. Let me play in a purely connection-based environment. Please. I'm begging. That's all I want. And if I run into a guy that's 10 times better than me or 10 times worse than me, so be it. So be it. Just let me play connection-based. And if people want to tuck tail and run and whine and cry about, I don't want to have to play players that are better than me than going to ranked. The irony, the absolute just embarrassing irony of telling people who don't like skill-based matchmaking, well, you don't want to play players that are better than you. Neither do you as you defend skill-based matchmaking, you hypocrite. The people that defend skill-based matchmaking always say the same thing. You just want to stomp noobs. You don't want to face anybody that's better than you. As you defend skill-based matchmaking to protect you from the big bad boogeyman of a better player. If you want to be protected from players that are better than you, then ask for a ranking system. You just like skill-based matchmaking because it punishes good players and you're jealous. That's why people like skill-based matchmaking. They like skill-based matchmaking because they love watching good players get punished. Because they'll never be that good. And that's the only sense of victory they can have against players that are better than them. Is that a be- is that a good player gets punished? That's why people like skill-based matchmaking so much. You'll never beat those players. So your only sense of satisfaction and victory over them is they get they just get shellacked because they put up a couple good games. Ranked Ranked and unranked isn't the saving grace. Rainbow Six Siege had ranked and unranked, and ranked got sweaty, and unranked was a stomp fest that swing back and forth. It's not a good system. Valorant's ranking system is wonderful. Valorant's ranking system is wonderful. I hated unranked in Valorant. Do you want to know why? Because unranked had skill-based matchmaking in it, and it was freaking terrible. We would have one good game in Valorant, and then we would go up against teams that would just absolutely steamroll us because it was like, well, you had a good game. Here you go. When we went into ranked, it was so much better. It was so much more balanced, and the games were closed. The games were very close. You want ranked games to be close. That's the whole freaking point. So, yes, of course, Gilly, rank becomes sweaty. That's what's supposed to happen. You're literally going into ranked knowing what you're signing up for. Gonna get sweaty. 
It's going to be close. And when you get tired of that, you can go over to Connected and Bakes Matchmaking and just have fun. That's the whole, that's the whole point is you're creating a varied experience. It's supposed to be dynamic. Not every game is supposed to feel like you've committed some kind of foul or some rule break and you're getting your butt smacked. It's like, hey, you're not allowed to do that. What? What What did I do? You had a good game. You put up some good stats. Come over here, you naughty boy. Boom. And they shove you into the deep end of the pool and you drown. Like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to put up with it. Like, and that, and I don't. That's the whole point. I don't. I, I walk away. Like, you could get money from me. You could get engagement from me. You could get playtime from me. And you don't. The minute you put skill-based matchmaking in your game, the average to above average player says, I'm out of here. I, I, I got no interest in this. It requires too much energy and sweat to enjoy myself. I'm done. I've done it with countless PvP games. Lifeblood of any shooters are the potatoes. Any word on MW2 will have ranked mode? Don't think the last couple CODs had it? No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. The skill-based matchmaking in the beta was so overtuned, I couldn't even enjoy Invasion. Invasion is a big mode, 20v20 with bots on the map. And the one night, I literally played two matches. And then after that, I was like, oh, that was fun, haha, having a good time. And then the next, and then everything else after that was insanely sweaty. Like, insanely sweaty. And that's the problem. The pendulum swings so far, you get whiplash. It's not like I win some and I lose some. It's I have a good game and then I get absolutely shredded to ribbons. I feel like I'm a montage in some guy's YouTube video. Like, play decent. That was pretty fun. Time's up! What? Get over here! And then you just get absolutely shredded. What? What? Why? What? Why does it have to be that extreme? The average COD player is not that good and doesn't care about getting better. The people play for fun, and most people don't care about their stats. They just want a fun ga- fun time roughly with a 50-50 win rate. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is, Gilly. Maybe I'm better than I actually think I am. Maybe I've completely underestimated my skill, and the fact that I can play a game of Invasion and be in the top three and have good KD, maybe I'm in a hemisphere of player that I'm completely oblivious to the fact that, bro, you're in like the top 20%. Most people that play this game are god-awful. So, just you're going to have to hang out up here. I, I don't think that that's true. I've watched my gameplay, and I've watched the pro players. I highly doubt I'm in some upper echelon of the player pool. You're certainly not an average player in COD when tuned. I mean, I, I grew up on it. I cut my teeth on it. Like I, I, I can't not play well after I learn the maps and the guns. You get a couple good attachments on a gun and put it in my hands and I'm going to get kills and I'm going to play well. Like, my third game of Invasion, I was Lobby Leader. Now, again, does that mean I'm in some hemisphere of player and I'm just in denial about the fact that, like, look, man, your third game of Invasion, you had most kills, most points, best KD. You're not bad at the game. You got to come up here and play. 
you have to remember that in most matches there's at least one a-hole who doesn't land a shot on anything but the wall or the ground you'd be surprised by the low numbers you're a sweat to the potatoes I mean I haven't played COD in years and I picked it right back up I don't think you're in the top 20 but I think you're in the top 35 to 45 if you're at the top of the leaderboard consistently you're going off compared to the average player Hollow Judgment says, thanks for the sub. Yeah, we had some gifted members roll out. If you guys ever want to pay it forward, if you just got a gifted member, consider paying it forward, right? Just slap slap a gifted member on somebody else or grab a batch of them. 25 bucks and you can you can bless five people or jump in on your own and become a member for five bucks. Meech just renewed his membership, hit a 14-month milestone. Hey, another milestone. Keep it up, Lone of the Growth Lately. has been awesome. Thank you, sir. The average player never touches the top of the leaderboard. Okay, so I think the problem is then, my assessment of my skill is not that high. I don't, I, it just isn't. My assessment of my skill is not that high, okay? So when I play Invasion, and I'm in second place on the leaderboard, third place on the leaderboard, and then I was in first place one game, literally led the lobby. I had the most of like everything, just crushed it. Apparently that, like, apparently I'm underestimating, like, where I land in the spectrum. I'm never going to go pro, and org's never going to call my phone, but in the grand scheme of the player base, I am ranking higher than I give myself credit. And then skill-based matchmaking says, sorry, bud, you're about, it's about to be hell for you. You're, You're about to be in absolute hell. You're selling your skill short. One of the reasons why I think I do that creature is I've played Destiny and I've played Fortnite and I've played Call of Duty with people and I can observe how much better they are than me. And I'm like, bro, why am I getting put into lobbies with people that are so good? I'm not nearly as good as even the guys in my team. You know what I'm saying? Just tune in. What's up, Lono? What's this about DLC? There was a Modern Warfare 2 leak. The Modern Warfare 2 news is that there will be MW2 DLC and its campaign. And I'm like, bro, it looks like they're pushing in the live service COD more than just for PvP. Hey, my man played it, paid it forward. Hollow Judgment. I love to see that. Paying it forward. That's very kind of you. Chris Wienek, uh, Tigrain Magma, Matthew Cates, Brian Abraham, and GC Pugs. GC Plugs. Hey, guys. If anybody in that group wants to pay it forward, that would be an awesome member train thing. Like one person in each group pays it forward and then another group and then another group and then another group. That'd be really dope if we started doing that. If you can't afford it, don't sweat it. If you can't afford to pick up your own membership, do it. It frees up space for people to get gifted. Live service for this COD makes sense. Isn't this one the last one for a while? They've said they're moving to a two-year cycle, Big O. So yes, that's an observation that I think many have made this morning. I think it's a good observation that, well, this needs to last two years. It can't just be PvP alone. They've got to have bigger plans. They're doing raids. They're doing Modern Warfare 2 raids. They're doing Spec Ops. And now we're hearing that Campaign DLC is a thing. So... It sounds to me like they have bigger plans for COD than just a brand new and you know here you know just a brand new game yeah here's another game 
here's here's new here's new game here's new missions here's new story and then and then they move on because I've continued to think that they have bigger plans for the game ever since they put 11 studios on it Yo, it's good work and lurk. I'll catch the rundown from this start later, but can you give Cliff's notes? I'll give you a quick fly a quick flyover if you're just tuning in. We've been noticing this lately. Like later in the stream, we get a bump in viewership. I don't know what it is. Maybe you just got notified about our second stream, so you're coming here first. However you found me, recommended search results or like uh like your homepage. Thank you for being here. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. The Modern Warfare 2 news that hit was a it was basically a Call of Duty leak. So there was an MW2 leak about campaign DLC. Apparently, I didn't know this. I had to research this. This is the first time they've ever done this in the history of the franchise. They've never done campaign DLC before. They did Spec Ops DLC, but they've not done campaign DLC before. I immediately, when I read that, thought that was wrong. I was like, surely they've done campaign DLC before. They haven't. So it's unprecedented. Just to check, MW2 is getting campaign DLC or Warzone 2 having a campaign. This is about Modern Warfare 2, Hilly. So Modern Warfare 2 is going to get a greatest hits map pack next year. And when that map pack hits, according to the leaker, we're going to be getting this campaign DLC. So there is a greatest hits map pack pack coming to Modern Warfare 2. So they're going to grab some of the most popular maps from the original, and they're going to bring them to this game. And when they do that, they're going to bring it with a campaign DLC as well, according to the leaker. And given their push into not just Spec Ops, but three-man raids, I think this sounds like a very different model for Call of Duty going forward. We don't count the DLC model as being a live service game. At least I don't. Well, Robert, but we don't know how they're structuring seasons. We don't know how they're structuring the raids. So I, I think you're right. We don't typically call a live service game. Uh, uh, we don't typically call, I'm sorry, a DLC model. We don't typically call that live service. That is true. I, I'll agree with that. But I do think this sounds different. I do think this sounds like a departure from previous structures. Like, this sounds more like live service Call of Duty than, oh yeah, it'll be DLC way out there, you know, way out there in the future. I just, I don't, I don't think that's the goal. I I think they have, I think they have larger aspirations for this, this, this game in particular. The way they've treated it, the way they've handled it, I, I, I really, really do think I do think that this is this this is going to be treated completely differently. They are no longer looking at Call of Duty the same way because I don't think games are being looked at the same way. I don't. I don't think companies are looking at games the same way. I think they're looking at them in a completely different light because now it's about look man, we've we've got so much invested into this game so much pumped into it we've got to get more out of it than just one year how frequent does DLC have to be to turn into live service I think as soon as you hit a seasonal model Zubair you're live service if your DLC is six mo- every six months that doesn't feel like live service to me planned DLC is outrageous wait somebody said that or are you saying that 
who who said plan dlc is outrageous raids and cod that's something i might actually have to check out that's what i'm saying this sounds like a very different call of duty it sounds like a a an ongoing pve model an ongoing content model Oh, so this is planned DLC. This is outrageous, but COD gets a pass as they have more studios than I have fingers to waggle at them. Oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think that that's that's a problem, right? Wheezy says question mark. Um, what did you just spontaneously decide on DLC? What do you mean, Wheezy? What did you just spontaneous decide on DLC? Games are now turning into revenue platforms and not a single source of revenue. That's a great way of putting it, Fozzie. They're wanting to be an ongoing revenue platform. They don't want it to essentially be... Uh, uh, it's, it's no longer a product transaction. It's a platform adoption. I think that's how I want to put it. Video games are no longer always about just getting a product transaction. It's about platform adoption we want to get you into our platform and continuing to engage with it so you spend money within the game that's why live service is going to become more common it's 2022 you're making a game in the middle of making the game you plan on making dlc or not or or you make dlc later either way planning for dlc is kind of important yeah i don't think planning for dlc is some kind of a video game faux pas i don't agree with that I think it's completely fine. I think people look at planned DLC in a very unidimensional way. It's almost, I'm not saying it's ignorant, but it smacks of ignorance. It's like, this isn't like they took the game and said, let's slice off this section here and sell it as DLC later. It's, okay, this game's on track to launch in November. All right, now that that's on track, we want this team over here to start working on DLC that will land five months, four months, three months later. I, I don't, it's it's not, I think people view it as the game is this giant cake and they're slicing pieces of the cake off and keeping it from you. With And that's what planned DLC is. And it's like, no, the game is this giant cake it's all together they're giving you everything and then they said hey why don't we get that team over there to do a batch of cupcakes and we'll have that come later i i don't i don't think it's how most people view it planning for a good base game is the priority and that's what i mean i i I don't think that is i don't think those things are juxtaposed like that feels like a false dichotomy well if you plan for dlc then you didn't plan for a good base game no, I don't think so. I think you can do both. I think you can plan to have a good base game and then have planned DLC. I, I 100% think that is possible. I'd be with you if there were indications that the base game needed a lot of work. That isn't the case with MW2, though. They need to see who likes cake. Well, right. Sometimes that's another thing, too, Hilly, is... A lot of times the planned DLC is specced and not built. Like, a lot of the times we'll find out that there's planned DLC and it's in pre-production. Why? Well, they want to see how the game does. They want to see what player feedback is. They want to see if they need to bake any changes or updates into the planned DLC. I'm trying to be nice, but saying that if they plan for DLC, then they don't plan for a good game is kind of stupid. (laughs) 
Well, I don't think Hilly's saying that they do that every time. I think he's envisioning games that that fall prey to scope creep and they lose sight of launching a good product and they're more concerned with, well, we have to launch product A and then B, C, and D and that hurts product A. I guarantee you there are games that have probably done that, but I don't think most games coming out that are planning a live service model with ongoing content deliverables and DLC that's planned, I don't think that they're they're doing that and, and and subsequently hurting the main offering. DLC should be focusing on what was popular in the base game. Maybe, maybe, it, I, I don't necessarily, like imagine right now if they were building a Destiny 3, Hilly, they know how to plan out and scope out seasons, DLCs, and expansions because it's an established franchise. So sometimes I don't necessarily think there's this big question mark of like, well, we don't know what people are going to like. I think you have a general approximation, especially with a game like Call of Duty, of what are people going to like, enjoy, flock to, and engage with, and and how do we want to support those people? Uh, like, if one could prove that content was in the launch game like you couldn't d1 then maybe but content in the pipeline isn't cut content even that was always grossly overstated gilly some of those areas were built and had nothing in them and everyone just assumed that like house of wolves was a complete product that they chopped from the game no they had an area built the, you know the, the the dark below was a cut expansion no they had one area built and there was nothing in it there was no enemies nothing They had set pieces that they built and they never used. Like the Dreadnought was built like before Vanilla Destiny launched. And the Dreadnought was built as a set piece, but it was a non-functioning set piece. They used it later. It wasn't like the Dreadnought was in the vanilla game and they yanked it out. I mean, I got in debates with people about that up one side and down the other. And all of the information I could find on that game was these things were built but not finished. There was never any concrete evidence that, like, the entirety of the Dark Below or House of Wolves or the Taken King were, like, fully fleshed out and built pieces of content that they yanked from the game and wouldn't give you until later. I, I found no compelling evidence to that to that conclusion. It was, there were things that were built, but that's not beyond the scope of reason for a game like that. It's not beyond the scope of like, hey, we're going to do things with this game, get those set pieces built so they're ready to go. I guess that all should have been provided on the disc. Yeah, and that's why people said that. Like, the actual disc you put in your your box, you could break into some of those areas. And like, see, it was in the base game. It's like, a set piece that wasn't complete was in the game. Okay, cool. Like, that doesn't mean anything. You wait a year to see what players like, and then you plan DLC, and it takes another year, but oops, your player base is already gone. The basketball court in Kingsfall. I swear, what, didn't they, didn't they admit that was just for fun? I swear Blackburn came out and admitted that whole thing was just for fun. It didn't mean anything. Could we get 10 more likes on the video? Thank you guys so much for a strong second half of the stream. We greatly appreciate it. Waiting to see, hey, these guys really like this, and you sit on your hands while they move on to another game would be doing a terrible job. I think that's always the challenge. It's like if you want live service, if you want an ongoing game format, you have to have things planned immediately. You can't wait. I think the best DLC is planned 
two of the very best ever left behind and the frozen wilds were surely thought out somewhat in advance yeah at the very least they were sketched out and so they knew what they were going to do so when it became time to build they were ready to go so we started talking about legos yesterday creatures trying to get me to start a, a, a lego channel where i like put together lego sets <laughs> he's trying to get me to do it i'm actually extremely tempted anyway i did it i, I built my son's tie fighter I built uh, a TIE Fighter for my son. And one of the things I did uh, that incredibly sped up the process was I did that. I separate everything by color and texture. So when it became time when it came time to build the TIE Fighter, everything was extremely quick. Oh, I need black smooth over there. Oh, I need long gray over here. Oh, I need one of the weird round pieces right here, right? Ding, 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 ding. Snap, snap, snap. Next page. Snap, snap, snap. Next page. Instead of being like, Where's that black smooth piece? Hang on. And I'm like shuffling through the pile. I think a lot of the times having your DLC specced out is exactly like that. You know what you're going to do. You know the pieces and the parts you're going to need. You know what characters you're going to want to write for, do mocap for, do voiceovers for, do writing for. And so once those pieces are needed, you go, okay, cool. Bink. And you start to go to work on it. Instead of being like, you think we should do DLC? (laughs) Oh, maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's totally fine having all that scoped out ahead of time. So when it comes time to build it, you're not behind. You're ready to go. Knowing out the parts is a very efficient way to find all Legos or really anything with hundreds of parts. It was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. He wants me to get like a card table, like put it over there and just slowly work on a set and then once the set's done, we push out a series. Like, I would move the camera a little bit and just, like, build it, separate it all, work on it for 30 minutes, and then, you know, slide it back over. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> I would love that. My wife was like, you're just trying to buy Legos. <laughs> and I was like, well, we could set up a wish list and people could be like, hey, we really want to see this set. We really want to see that set, right? The first thing I'd want to do is slowly work through every single Star Wars set in existence. You know how long that would friggin' take? And then just like set up a wish list and be like, hey, we'll have a backlog of sets to get to, you know, you need to edit a lot. Yes and no, there would be things you'd want to edit, you know, you'd want to edit or speed up the sorting. You'd want to edit, you know, the opening because you wouldn't want to have like all the box ripping and all the tearing. But for the most part, you wouldn't edit once I'm in the pipe. Like, once everything's organized, and I have a page so you can see the page I'm working on, and I'm clicking things together, you wouldn't need, you wouldn't really want to edit a lot of that. You'd want to just have that be seamless, because people want to see the progress. That's a tax write-off, a Lego tax write-off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Matt, I just wanted to ruin your Lego dreams. Listen, listen. I don't buy almost anything for myself. Whenever people are like, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas? I'm like, I don't know. If you guys have watched me over the last eight years, I I always say that. Like, I I don't know. Maybe some t-shirts. I have more than enough books to work through. I don't need books anymore. I have so many books I'm slowly reading through and working through. And I built that TIE Fighter for my son. And I walked around that Lego store and I was like, oh my gosh. I, I, I could spend a fortune in here. I love all of this. I want to make everything that's in here. 
I want to make everything that's in this store. And I mean, I grew up with Legos. One Christmas, I got the blue bin that looked like a big Lego, and it was just random Lego pieces. We had the we had a castle set. I remember one year for my birthday, I got a police station, and it had like a working glass sliding door and a little motorcycle and a little car. I absolutely loved Lego, and I haven't really done anything with it as an adult. I mean, I love playing the Lego video games, but man, I, I did that. And it had me feeling a certain kind of way. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I, I think I want to start buying and doing Lego sets with either my kids or just for myself. <laughs> and I, that's the thing. I don't really, I don't really do, I don't really have like a hobby. I'm too busy. I don't have a thing. I, I play games, right? But like, I really don't. I play games and sample them for y'all. I don't play games to completion almost ever. I'm slowly, periodically booting up Tunic for 20 or 30 minute spurts you know what I mean no if we did a Lego channel it wouldn't be a reforged property it would be something separate and it does seem like we were looking into like channel names it does seem like nobody uses the word Lego in the branding like I don't think you can do that you know what I mean I don't think you can use that in your name so cause we cause obviously there's some there's some fun things you could do but we went and looked and like every channel I found uses bricks or builds that like there's it seems like everybody's super hesitant to use the word Lego so in any case I don't know if that's ever going to turn into anything but listen I tell you what we'll, I tell you what we'll do <laughs> we have a P.O. box alright and my birthday is a month away my birthday is November the 9th Y'all start sending me big old Lego sets, Star Wars Lego sets, medium, small, big, whatever. And I'll be like, okay, babe, we have to. (laughs) We have to. Look at what they've done. (laughs) Look at what they have done to me. I must. I must now. (laughs) I think the patent on the bricks has expired, so they must protect the branding like crazy. Yeah, my son got a minifig set of, like, Star Wars characters, Zubair, and it was awesome. And they're not on brand, but you couldn't tell unless you look very closely. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah, Preacher. I'm fairly certain they'll crack down on you really hard if you use... Like, I don't think they care if you build the sets on your show, but they don't want their their name in any of your branding. They're like, "Uh uh-uh. Nope. It would be like doing like serial reviews and using like the Cheerio logo and name. Cheerios would come after you. And be like now, Cheerios might be a little bit harder because it is a word and like a saying. But a lot of these companies really protect their trademark and their name and their logos for sure. For sure. When Dare comes to town, building with Brono. I mean, it would be fun to have a channel like that and like when he, you know, when he's in town. You know, however often he gets to come to town to do a whole episode with him. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, We need not wait for International Lono Day. Today is International Creature Day. That's right. Creature wants to do this. By the way, by the way, do they have Lego sets on Amazon? Because it is Prime Day. It is Prime Day. I could literally add... uh, I could literally add some, and you can make sure and use my affiliate link. If you guys do anything today with Amazon for Prime Day, use my affiliate link. It's listed below. Uh, it's listed below in the um, in the description. I discovered mini brands. I should start a channel too. 
Yeah, do it, Zubair. <laughs> Zubair builds. Uh, people would totally watch it. You think Legos get prime deals? Yeah, you're right. They probably don't. They probably don't. You're right. It's it's probably a non-starter. Uh, because they enhance your account security. Add your number. Okay. Uh, add it. Sorry. Is already associated. Well, then leave me alone. Zoo builds. <laughs> See? See? You already have it. You are you literally already have one ready to go. Ready to go. No, right now, Star Wars Luke Skywalker X-Wing is 20% off. And so is the TIE Fighter. Right? We though those are not those are not that uh ex- those are those are very reasonably priced. I'm doing it right now. I'm not buying them. I'm not buying them. I'm gonna add it to the Reforge Media wish list. I'm freaking doing it. I'm doing it. X-Wing and TIE Fighter. That'd be the first that'd be the first two. That'd be perfect. <laughs> they're not that big. They're a hu- they're doing a huge sale right now. That's freaking perfect. <laughs> there we go. I leave it I leave it to y'all. And then I and then that would be my perfect excuse to madam. I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to do? They did it. They sent them. It's not my fault. It's, it's not my fault to quote Han Solo. It's not my fault. We could do all the ships first, all the ships first. There's Y wings. There's a wings. There's star destroyers there, Yeah, we could do all the ships first. There we go. <laughs> there it is. I want Legos and gifted members for my birthday chat. That's what Creature's asking for. That's right. Do we not have that? I thought we had that as a command here. We might not have that as a command. Uh, Yeah, we don't. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. It must be, it must be in the, on the other channel. Um, yeah, here we go. Yep. Okay. Mm. Like this. Add com wish list. Alright, it's not up to me. It's not up to me. That way that way madam can't scold me. If this if this starts and becomes a thing, it'll be something that you guys did. There we go. The wish list command has been added. <laughs> the wish list command has been added. If you're just tuning in, we're coming to the close of the Modern Warfare 2 news live stream talking about the campaign DLC. There was an MW2 leak. There was an MW2 leak, all right? We're getting ready to go to our second stream in a moment here. Give me a moment to use the restroom and grab my lunch. It's Tuesday, so my kiddos are out with my wife, and that means my lunch is in the fridge. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
trip. Okay, I'm back. Can't wait for the Frickmas blend. Yes. We will uh, We will have that very, very soon. We'll have that very, very soon. Brick Forge with Lono. Creature, you might want to uh, you might want to start getting you might want to start getting the channel ready. Somebody already bought the X-Wing. <laughs> uh, just to be clear, Madam will still be able to take Lono down on a Rico charge. There's definitely a conspiracy here. <laughs> yeah, somebody already bought the, the X-Wing. <laughs> X-Wing and the TIE Fighter are, uh, I think the first, that'd be so great. Let's do all this. We'll do all the ships first. Now I need to get a card table, put a sheet on it, figure out how to cam it up. It's too fun and easy. Yeah. Creature told me last night, he's like, listen, man, he's like, I don't think you realize what you could be doing. He was like, this, this could be really, really good. I was like, all right, right. Get the light kit. Oh, you did the X-Wing car, Doc? Thank you so much. When's, uh, when's it your birthday? November the 9th. We're about a month away. They do light kits for them? I don't know if I want to get that involved. My girlfriend wants to build me to build Groot for her. Yeah, the idea would be to do everything in Star Wars, then Marvel, then DC, then you got Harry Potter, you got Lord of the Rings, like you just, it's like, it's never ending. Oh, Link above, but you gotta match the model number. Yeah, I don't want to get involved in all of that. I like the idea of being meticulous, being organized, and building sets. So let me catch you guys up while I, while I quickly eat before we go to the next show. For my son's birthday, he got a bunch of Lego sets, and he wanted to go to the Lego store. We all were going to make minifigs. I made a minifig that kind of looks like myself. It also kind of looks like Lebowski. And when I was building his TIE Fighter, he got like a $36 gift on Amazon that he didn't like and he returned it and it was the exact same price as the Lego TIE Fighter. And while I was building his TIE Fighter and while I was walking around the Lego store, like this love for Legos like rekindled because I grew up with them. I always had them. I always got them for my birthdays. And I threw it out there to people. When I organized the pieces on the ground according to color and texture, I was like, man, that'd be such fun content to make. And then Creature's like, why would you not do that? I didn't know you loved Lego. I was like, well, I grew up with it and liked it a lot and just haven't really had time. I don't really make time for myself. I don't really have a lot of hobbies. I don't really buy anything for myself. I'm usually doing this, reading to the kids, watching a show with Madam and going to bed. And then I and then I do stuff on the weekends with like my friend and family. So I'm not like doing anything like just on my own. I was like, man, that'd be so fun. And Creature's like, bro, he was like, why would you not do that? You just set up camera, record yourself working on it, be meticulous, get it all organized. And I was like, all right, let me talk about it with Madam. She's like, you're just coming up with excuses to buy Legos. And I'm like, well, I don't buy anything for myself. I never do. I always prefer to get things for the kids. She's always like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Get me something I can do with the kids. Get me a board game. Get me, you know, let's go do something with the kids. I just don't care, right? Yeah, the Lego Bowser is disgusting. Yeah, I honestly think we might go from... I think we might go from Star Wars to Nintendo. 
because the Nintendo stuff's awesome. In any case, in any case, I joked today and said, I'll let you guys kickstart it. I said, I'll throw, because my birthday's in a month, I'll throw some Lego sets on the wish list. And if you guys buy them up, we'll start doing it. And I put the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter on and somebody already bought the (laughs) X-Wing. So I was like, that's what we'll do first. We'll go through and we'll do all the Star Wars ships, you know, and we'll we'll launch a little channel and it won't get videos that often because I'll just periodically do it. He's like, look, the beauty of this is there's no rush. Like with gaming, you got to jump on a story. You got to jump on an update. You got to jump on a game's release. You don't have to do that with this. Total hobby. So... We're gonna have to figure out how to how to how to set up the camera and get everything going. Stepping on a Lego is your fault, not the Lego. I can't eat any more of these these grapes. They're just in such a weird flavor palette. I just they're so awful. They're so bad. Don't like them. May I suggest Lego for tier twos and above? Well, no, this would be a this would be a whole different thing. Yes, Zubair, I couldn't believe it when I saw the Lego Nintendo and the Lego Atari. I was like, oh my gosh, I want those for my office. There's so many. Yeah, it's unbelievable how many there are. Like, it's endless. Somebody already bought the TIE Fighter. We need more. We need more. Make Ma- make Madam... This is gonna. This is really going to burn her up. Yo, my man MJ says, Happy early birthday, bro. Got you the second set. That's my man right there. Um... Yeah, they got the Imperial Shuttle. That would be perfect. The Imperial Shuttle is dope. Um, I guess we could do ships and vehicles because they have an ATST. They have the ATST. Add the Millennium Falcon. Aren't there different Millennium Falcons? Because this one's 150. I thought it was more expensive than 150. I thought it was like 400 dollars. I thought it was way more than that. Hmm. Yeah, they got Y wings on here. They got everything. They have literally everything. Star destroyers. I don't even know. I don't even know. I honestly, I honestly don't know. The I thought the Millennium Falcon was way more than 150. What is frustration-free packaging? I've never even heard of that. There's the detail model 
Then there's the minifig scale. Then there's the original trilogy. Then the sequel trilogy. Oh my gosh. How many do they have? Yeah, this is the Starship model building kit and minifigs. 1,300 pieces. Rise of Skywalker Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's probably not the super expensive one. That's like the medium-sized one. Yeah, the the architecture line, the Millennium Falcon, like the really big one, $850. My gosh. I feel like we'd have to build we'd have to build up to those. We'd have to build up to those cuz that's insane. I can't expect people to do that. I can't expect people to do that. That's absurd. Right? That's absolutely absurd. It, we, there would have to be an impetus. Like the channel would have to be, you know, actually doing what we want it to do and being awesome and successful. You know? That's that's way outside of w- what's reasonable. You know, the the Millennium Falcon at the store, I couldn't believe how big it was. I was like, this is the biggest thing I think I've ever seen in the Lego world without going to like those big, you ever go to like Disney and stuff and they have like the various, they have like the various statues and stuff made out of Lego. Hmm. That's absurd. There we go. I added some more. I think frustration-free packaging is without the clamshell plastic packages. Isn't that Coral Island game one that we were looking at playing? It's in early access. Oh, you can buy it right now? Oh, no. Coral Island is like a, an adult version of um, whatever it's called. This is my baby right now. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that ship. Akuta Papa. Upload should be bi-weekly. You start uploading when you're maybe halfway finished or finished. And this would be season one, depending on how many videos it takes. Yeah, Creature has a whole plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Eugene. They know their audience. MJ, the second topic is all the Sony stuff. I have two UCS sets and I want the Falcon badly. Well, yeah, the second show... The second show is all the Sony stuff. There's a lot of Sony news to cover. There were remake leaks. Um, there were remake leaks, and there were comments from Herman Hulse about live service games and PC games. Almost shelling time? That's right. Okay. Okay. 
So I added a bunch more. We have the first two. We have the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter. Madam's going to be so grumpy. I'm going to love it. I added a bunch more ships. What's the holdup? I'm trying a different strategy today. I'm eating at the end of the first stream before going to the second stream. Lately, I've been trying to go to the second stream, and then about 20 minutes in, I try to eat, and I don't like it. I I feel like it's too disruptive. Healthy marriage, madam will hate it, you'll love it. Listen, we've been married for 15 years, and I told her, I said, I never, you never know what to get me. Nobody ever knows what to buy me. I don't ever know what I want. And now I do. I'm like, bro, I want to get, I want to get Lego sets and build Legos. It'll be fun. Why start a timer for your next live if you're going to be 20 minutes late? I'm a subscriber. I don't deserve this disrespect. Okay. Why set a timer early if you're going to be 20 minutes late? I thought I'd be able to eat faster than I am. I honestly thought I was going to be able to eat faster. I'm sorry, G-Mini Christmas. Sorry, bro. miss the old I miss the old platform for that reason well that's one of the reasons I miss it I miss being able to see how long somebody's been following you you know what I mean like I always want to see how long something like that's been following me I'm not being disrespectful his live started at noon it's now 16 after he's disrespecting my time so I all right, you might be unfamiliar with my shows. I do multiple shows a day. I schedule the next show with a rough approximation of when I'd like to go live. I'm not intending to like make you go over there and wait and get really angry. Most people know that when that show hits, it they just come here and wait for the next show because I'm already doing one. Like when you come to the channel, this is the featured show. I get it. You maybe you had no interest in Call of Duty and you're interested in the Sony topic. And I'm not trying to like hit your inbox with something and then you're like, oh man, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah, there's 20 people waiting over there. It's a fair made point. It's a fair made point. I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make you wait, right? I'm not trying to make you wait. Uh, we need to be, we need to be conducive to like, not everybody knows what I do every single day. He may have subbed like two days ago. So, I get where he's coming from. I'm not, I'm not trying to run somebody out of here who responded to a notification and is like, where is this guy? Uh, Sony News. I can't type. PC games, live service, 
and remakes. Let me get my tweet out. What does it end with? To ESA. I can't spell PlayStation, apparently. Is upcoming. Well, you have to understand something. I'm just trying to be better about that kind of thing. He gets if he if he's subbed and he gets a notification for that stream, he's he's got noties turned on. So 30 minutes before that goes live, he gets notified. Um and to and to get that 30 minute notification, what if he goes there 10 minutes before and then sits there for another 10 minutes and another 10 minutes? Like I get why somebody might be kind of miffed and be like, bro, what in the frick's going on? I got a 30-minute noti and I've been sitting over here in this waiting room for a super long time. I didn't know how it worked until now. Right, like, I'm again, I'm trying to be understanding. Like, live streaming is a new thing to YouTube, and for some people, they might sub to a channel and be like, oh, cool, this guy's going to go live about this topic soon. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to be better about that because I watched a video on this. They're really driving impressions for live streams when they're scheduled. So I think more people like him are seeing it before it hits. Just a heads up. I'm guessing it's fine, but things have been showing like this for the past couple of days. Dad gummit. Creature, it did it again. You're going to have to eat around that. Whatever they're doing to you, creature, you pushed out another updates noti with the title topic not being right. It's not saving. Can't you save everything as a draft before publishing? I feel like the only reason it's doing that is because you're going through the upload process and publishing simultaneously. That's when it always did that to me. I've not done uploads in a very long time, but I feel like saving it private and making sure everything's good first before publishing stops that from happening back in the day youtube still hasn't fixed this problem if you go through the upload flow it sometimes uploads your video and doesn't save anything that you typed it just pushes it out with like the default text so that's the second update we've pushed out with the with no title and i'm if youtube's glitching i we're pregnant you're gonna have to start saving those as drafts first so that doesn't happen Cause that obviously is going to not help it in the algorithm. I'm having a weird thing where it hit pings discord and it has like the stock thumbnail when it hits discord. I'm like, what the frick though? So. Okay. Guys, if redirect traditionally doesn't work for you, there's a YouTube link in chat. That's where we're going. That's the next live stream. So if you don't like redirect, just click the link in chat. That's our next stream. Thanks for clicking on this video. This is our second show of the day, and we're talking about PlayStation news. There's remake leaks, commentary about when PC games will be coming to PC, and what's the word on live service games and when we can expect those to land and on what platforms. I'm going to break down all of the info for you right here at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to go searching for it, but I do have to end the first show. This is our second show of the day. We covered the Modern Warfare 2 news about campaign DLC. If you missed that show, you can go check it out. Just like this show, the first five or six minutes has all the info that you might be looking for. So I am going to end that stream and bring everybody over from it. And we're going to jump in.